you sons of bitches got anything else to say, now's the fucking time! Hey, everybody, Jim and Sam are here. It's time to celebrate the moment. Feel it in my soul. It's written in my bones so deeply. I wanna lose control. So turn it up a little more and laugh along with me. Show is about to begin. Serious one, oh, three. Yeah. So get ready. Yeah. I'm so ready. Like one, two, three. Welcome to the uh, Sam Robertson Jim Norton Show. Just so they know that we're live. Well, uh, oh, because I reversed it. Oh, you fl- you reversed it because it's like, oh, that's unusual. Wait, I've never heard that. That's before. unusual. He must have made a mistake. Yeah, they we- can't take it out in post. They no. must be live. Weekend coming up. No, why would you four say? Days. No, it's very confusing. <laughs> very, very confusing for people. Um. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, everybody. Hope you didn't get the Sunday scaries. Did you get the Sunday scaries? I don't know what those are. The Sunday scaries? No. It's on Sunday when you get like the the jitters and anxieties over the week to come. You know, it's funny. I don't get that about the week to come. I get the, a, a little bit of dread because I know that, ah, man, I have to get up tomorrow. That's mm. the only part of the job I don't like is the idea of, of not even waking up. It's the idea that I have to wake up. Have to wake up. Once you wake it's fine when you wake up. I'm just I'm, the knowing in advance, like, I'm not just on my own time. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm super tired today. I, I came in, I, I flew, and to get to Albuquerque, there's no direct flights. It's all oh, connections. Perfect. perfect. That's yeah. better. Just. Because then you get to see two airports. Yeah, which is always nice. That's fun. And uh, I flew American, which I haven't flown in a while. And through Dallas, and it was flawless going down. I mean, I mean, perfect weather, little bumps, and I'm getting better with turbulence again. Shout out to you. I just said, oh, fuck, who cares? Nice. I was so annoyed at myself. I'm like, who gives a shit? You didn't allow yourself. This pilot didn't say nothing. No. He was one of those guys that just went, uh, flight attendants, please be here for departure. And the next time you hear his voice is, please prepare the cabin for landing. Not a fucking I don't mind peep. That. I don't mind that at all. No. I like that too when they just, and the seatbelt comes on, not, uh, folks, the seatbelt is on. Just yeah. boom, the recording, and that's it. Yeah. So an amazing trip down and an amazing trip from Dallas to Albuquerque to Dallas on the way back. I'm going to assume the show was very good. Yeah, I had a great time. I, my buddy Jeff. Uh, he runs like a, a rehab center there, and so it was kind of a benefit for that. And oh, cool! He's a great guy, and, and he had me. Uh, we went to the bare knuckle fights. An ex UFC fighter named Chris Lytle reached out to me, mm-hmm. and he does uh, he does the announcing for these bare knuckle fights. So I went, and it was really uh, very interesting. It's more like boxing than MMA, but they're just not wearing gloves. Yeah. So these guys take a lot of hand damage. Um, oh yeah, they're probably breaking knuckles all the time. Or yeah, the wrist. Like yeah. it just seems like it's a harder because you can't wrap the hand as well. But it was very exciting, and I really uh, 
it's a pretty good crowd and like you know it's it's one of those things that you can see is building like it's it's becoming something right um obviously i prefer the ufc i mean i'll never not love the ufc sure of but course this was fun to watch you I can enjoy it. multiple things yeah 100 percent. fighters were really good plus seeing it in person has to make everything Dude, you better. can hear them you can hear this the fucking oh. the the bare knuckle on the face oh really great um, and, and Chris got us ringside uh, seats, which I've, I'm such so filled with shame that like whenever I get a badge, it's supposed to get me down to a place. So Jeff and I walk in, and of course, the guy's like, oh, you need wristbands. And I'm like, but they told us that you would give us one. He goes, no, I'm not giving it. So it was a big, but we finally got in, and it was worth it. <laughs> what a lovely time. I was told it would be okay if I was here. I, 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 thought, I thought it would be all right. Yeah, I thought, I'd be, I thought I would be okay if I came down to watch the fights. <laughs> but that's what we did on Friday night. I'm glad I did. I went out. Just watching people punch each other in the face. That's as pure pun people punching each other in the face yeah. as you can get. And it's also weird. Like, New Mexico is really... Uh, every guy there is horrifying looking. They all have calf tattoos. They're mm. all fucking animals. Yeah. It's a very big fighting city. And they're probably really good at it, too, because the, the, the air is very thin. So your cardio has to be even better. You do, yeah. And Jackson Wink is there, obviously, which is a, a, a very famous uh, MMA gym. I, I didn't realize that New Mexico was the same elevation as Denver. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, I remember going there as a kid, I think, like, my dad got sick or something the first day because it was like you... The altitude. Yeah, the altitude. Like, the air is so super thin. I realized it. Like, I knew it because Jeff told me. I'm like, I never fucking knew that. And as we're walking to the venue from the car, I had that feeling I have when I'm in Denver. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, the guys fighting... It's amazing that guys are fighting at that altitude. And if you don't train there, it's a huge advantage for whoever you're fighting if they train. But then it's probably if you do train there... And you go into other spots. It's probably you probably are like, oh my god, yeah. I got so much air in my lungs. Yeah, your breathing, your cardio is amazing. Yeah, but guys will go sometimes two weeks early when they can and acclimate. Yeah, um, I did not do that. With, no, you were not fighting, right? No, I mean you're fighting with the crowd. It's fighting sadness. Smile. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Beating sadness. That's right, and winning. And winning. Fighting sadness and winning. And I did stuff I normally don't. I normally don't go out when I'm on the road, but I was like, I like this guy so much. He's such a good dude. And we, like, he just takes me out to local food places and we hang. And uh, I went out and just ate. It felt normal just to go out and do stuff like little dumb shit. People, Fucking food in New Mexico is amazing. Yeah, what kind of food did you get? Um, it, well, everything's a little spicy. Like, uh, they have good pizza. You throw it right on a roof. Didn't that happen in Breaking Bad? No, you're oh. thinking of something else. Oh, all right. yeah. it's The Sopranos. Yeah, yeah, that's what or The it was. Wire. That's what it was. Omar coming and a pizza flies. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> what did I have? When, when I first got there, the hotel room wasn't ready on Friday morning, so I just sat in the restaurant in the hotel and ate. And just like you know, like a, like a spicy type of soup. Mm, um, and spicy he took, soup. It was so good. All right. And a little chicken, and he took me to these like this local breakfast place. They clear out the sinuses. A spicy soup can clear out the sinuses. It really can, yeah, but I struggled with the sinuses this I weekend. I had, I had a bad sinus weekend. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. One good night with the machine. No, no, that's all right. I appreciate yeah. that. I did a little dick tugging. I mean, okay, I was worried sure. I would isolate in the fucking hotel room the entire time and jerk off, but I didn't. Thank God for Jeff. Thank God for Jeff. <laughs> Jeff because stopped you. Jeff and Chris Lytle stopped yes. me from doing that. <laughs> Because I wound up fucking, I wound up going to the fights and, and and then going out for breakfast the next day and just having a great time. If only Jeff realized the toxic spiral he had actually. Uh, oh, he knows. Oh, he has. Oh, you. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah, he's not surprised. That's great. He doesn't care. No, but he did. He should pat himself on the back for helping you avoid that toxic spiral. 
Yeah. Right? I'm glad I did it. Yeah. I'm glad I did it. Just doing normal stuff feels good. Going out to eat in a breakfast place. Finding he, finding a friend to get a spicy soup with is always a wonderful thing. It is, yeah. yeah. A gentleman friend. A gentleman friend to get a spicy soup. And I'm better now. I, I used to hate talking to people I didn't know. Like, I just didn't... Uh, but, you know, the next morning we went out, it was with, with his girlfriend, and he brought... Uh, a former fighter who I met the night before. It was just great. Like it was just uh, it's so much fun. Everybody was great. Everyone, no one, there's no dickhead attitudes in that town. I'm sure there are, but I just didn't encounter any. Yeah. Everybody is very. It's almost like a hippieish. They have they have a very hippieish mentality, but they all look like they're on Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Well, yeah, they're very artistic, but also many are on meth. Yes, it's, yeah. it's literally like Berkeley if they made meth in Berkeley. That's exactly <laughs> what it's like. Berkeley with a meth lab. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, well, it's so like beautiful. It's incredibly beautiful there. And like there are so many artists that have come from there just like painting what they see every day. I guess so, yeah, the mountains. Just Georgia O'Keeffe painted all her uh, all her flowers that look like female anatomy in New Mexico. I know her name, but I don't know her work. Oh yeah, there's a whole in I think in Albuquerque. There's a whole Georgia O'Keeffe museum. I never liked Albuquerque. I always liked Jeff, and I always liked this gig. Like I just liked the people involved with it. But this is the first time I actually went out and like really had a good time in Albuquerque. So she paint all those flowers that look like very uh, vaginal. Yeah, that's not, not my favorite art. You see it? Yeah. You a, know what I'm saying, right, Troy? I like vaginal art. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of that. Right. I don't mind it. I just, I want to just see a picture of a pussy. Well, yeah. Hold it in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's your headshot. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, it, it was a great... Uh, and of course, I had to connect through Dallas coming back. Right, and then you said the flight to Dallas was perfect. Though. I mean, on time. Nice dry air that you could just fly right through, no problem. And then Dallas to New York, bada bing, bada boom. Well, oh, in Dallas, there was a one. By the way, Dallas Airport, we've been to Dallas Airport. Sure. It's massive. Yeah. There's a subway system the size of Manhattan <laughs> it, it, at that airport. Everything so, connects through there. Like you, That's one of those spots that you... Sure. Like I think Houston, Chicago... Dallas, all center of the country. Yeah. You have United does uh, Houston. They do uh, Chicago. American is in Dallas. Delta, I forget where Delta is, but there's, that, that middle of the country area, mm -hmm. um, you know, is a great place for connecting flights. Right. So um, we get to Dallas and we're in plenty of time. And I walk up to the gate and it says uh, flight closed. Oh, perfect. So I'm like, I, I confirm that it is actually the LaGuardia flight, but they just weren't able to change the sign. Oh. And the plane has been sitting there the whole time. And then as they bring in these three, they, they have something called unaccompanied minors who will travel. Movie. Is that a movie? Well, it's, yeah. It's a movie about kids that have to fly by themselves. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know. I walked by this thing and said UM, and there was a bunch of kids. I'm like, oh, that's what it must stand for. So they bring me, after we're delayed like 15 minutes, and then they bring on these three kids. And then all of a sudden, nothing for another 15 minutes. And so I asked the, the supervisor to run around like a maniac. I'm like, what's, what's going on, sir? He goes, ah, they're cleaning on the plane. I'm like, all right. So we finally get on the plane 30 minutes late, 25 minutes late. And I go to my seat, seat 1A, gentleman's Excuse place. Excuse me. I didn't even realize they sat people that 
bulkhead. Yeah. It's great Americans got great planes. And no worries about getting your bag up in the, in the upper thing because you have to. You're first class. And and you also it's have to. be free for you. Because it's bulkhead. They can't tell you to put your thing under the seat in front of you. Like if it's crowded, you have to put everything up so you have the little bit of leg room. But you got your own special space too. Yes. Well, on Delta, it's different. If you sit in 1A in Delta, mm-hmm. your knees are pretty much hitting the wall. Oh, Boy, not a good. they pack you in. Gotcha. No. Even in first. Oh, yeah, they don't care. They don't care. No. Um, I, I like them as an airline, but American seats are just a lot better. I see. So I'm there, I'm relaxed, and I'm there for about a minute, and I, I unfortunately have a nose like a bloodhound. Uh-huh. And I go, uh, it smells like vomit. Oh. It smelled like vomit. Uh-oh. And I can't quite place it, mm-hmm. um, but I'm like, no, it, it couldn't be, because the guy had said they were cleaning, but they wouldn't. No. It's so cleaned. Th- it's clean. They're cleaning the vomit. They clean the vomit. And I did see a little speck of something. No, nah, that couldn't be. Um, which I took my tissue and I rubbed it and it was something on my... Uh, it's already grossed me out. Uh-huh. So anyway... Wait, in 1A? In 1A. So we... Uh, they are supposed the- to be unaccompanied minors in first class. Well, I don't know. The unaccompanied minors had nothing to do with it. Oh. I, I just said that that was... I was just kind of timing out the way it went. Um, I don't think it was one of them. There was no... Um, they, I wind up sitting next to an unaccompanied minor, but they brought her up to the seat. She might have been in the wrong seat, but it wasn't mine. Gotcha. Um, and they wear like a little necklace, like with a with a. It's almost like you see people wear those things of passports around their neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they're wearing, but it's got like the the uh, it said C four on it because that was our gate. Mm. So funny to see somebody at an airport with C four. That tag is a C four. But she, uh, so she, they wind up right before the flight sitting next to me. But I'm like, I smell vomit. Oh. Um, and we take off. So like it's got to be my imagination, and then I'm like I smell it on like the whole area. It just smells like it. Now were you the only one that was really clearly disturbed by it? It didn't. One hundred percent. Okay. So I walked up to the flight attendant finally, and I said, "I said when they were cleaning, uh, I go, did somebody throw up?" And she went, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Was it my seat?" And she goes, "It was one A." Oh, no. God damn it. 1A, that's the expensive seat. It's not supposed to smell like somebody just threw up all over it. So I immediately canceled my meal. I was nauseous. It was disgusting. Oh, now you're sitting in puke. But not only Oh, the tissue. Remember the tissue from uh before? Yeah. Oh, God, no. So, and then, again, the whole area. And the seat felt oddly damp when I sat down. No, 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 no. Not like there was puke on the seat, but like they it had it felt like something cleaner. Maybe it was like a clean. It felt like something had been used. Like you ever sit on a like lawn furniture the day after it rains? There's that little damp feeling. Right. It's not it, soaking wet. No, because it's it dried in the sun all morning. That's what it felt like. But it still stormed all night. I felt like it. Like I could. That's why I was like, was this seat washed? Like heavily and he, washed? And even if it's like. If it's disinfectant that's moistened the seat, it's still like you know that that means that the dis if the disinfectant is fresh, that means that the puke just happened. Well, it means that 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 plane was sitting there from the moment I walked up to the actual gate, and then we were that was like forty five minutes before we were supposed to board. So for like an hour, they must have done nothing with it. It just sat there on the plane. So I wound oh, up. Oh, that's why, and that's why it smelled why so it was, bad because it was bacon. Maybe, or maybe they tried to clean it and didn't do a good job. Or maybe it was explosive. It was so much that it took forever. But the woman said to me, "She goes, well, they cleaned it." I'm like, Miss, I, how how else would I know that I smell it? That's a great. I, I mean, I, I didn't see them cleaning it, and I said, "It's disgusting." I'm like, "How did you people not tell me?" What do you mean, you people? The the this airline staff. How oh. do you how do you the supervisor? 
You know what just happened. Put the goddamn UM in my seat. Let me switch to C4 or wherever she's sitting. How do you not tell me? I was on a United flight once, and the seat next to me had tape on it. So I'm like, how is this seat broken? Uh, and they go, no, somebody had gotten sick of that, so they're not selling the seat. They wouldn't use the seat. Like, they cleaned it, but then I guess that they have to, whatever, they wouldn't let it. But an American, boy, they're like, sure. Somebody vomited, no problem. Get right, sit right down there, make yourself comfortable. How disgusting. They don't even give me the option of getting a seat on a later flight because it did just happen. It stunk. And now you're never, by the way, now that it's been confirmed, you're never going to stop smelling it. No, and the, the flight attendant was very nice. Uh, but I wound up, you see, when you sit down there in the bulkhead, you have that little corner there where you put your stuff. Mm. So uh, I picked up my little fanny pack and the bottom <gasps> smelled like vomit. No. It had been on the no. carpet. Right in the front by the seat when oh, you sit dude, down. Whoever that was puked everywhere. Yeah. And, and by the way, there's crayons scribbled all over the, uh, the the tray when you open it. So my theory is that it was a, a baby or a little kid that got sick and just project. That's my theory. Because it was crayon scribbled on the tray when you open it. So it was probably a little kid sitting there. A rich kid. A rich kid, yeah. Yeah, sort of just an upgrade kid. Who knows? <laughs> and and the bottom of the bag that I carry my neck pillow in yeah. smelled like vomit. No. So I had to no. order a new neck pillow and a new fanny pack. Just Not a new fanny pack. Disgusting. That fanny pack is gone forever? Yeah. You can wash it. Can't you? He's a man I, of I, means. It, it was in somebody's vomit. I don't want to wear a that. It's disgusting. It, it, it's repulsive. Yeah. Somebody else's puke just sitting there on the rug. How do you not tell somebody, look, unfortunately somebody got sick, we'll push you on a later flight, we did clean, like, then I would have no issue. If they had just said to me, look, you have the option of taking a later flight, we'll do what we can for you, but they just throw Man. you on there and hope you don't notice. Yeah. It's it's like, if there's a free... six months ago we couldn't get on a plane without wearing a mask, That's right. and now they're comfortable throwing you someplace, a person just vomited Sitting without telling you. There might be a tomato there. Just disgusting. So you had a, the whole flight back, you had to sit in the vomit. Dude, it, it reeked of puke. <laughs> oh. it re and I kept thinking, at one point when we, before we took off, I'm like, it smelled so bad, it was like the smell of a bad body odor. I'm like, maybe this was just a person who sat here who stunk. Yeah. I was smelling the headrest. I'm like, it's, it's like literally this is what it's like to be a bloodhound. Like, And I finally, it was just in the atmosphere above the front left part of where my leg was. And I'm like, it had to be in the rug. Mm. It, 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 foul man but the place with the little spot on it was on my right hand side so it must have went everywhere yeah because it was on your right hand side and on the floor and it, it was so i was furious the you fact are? that yeah because i know what they're gonna do they're gonna try to offer me ten thousand miles for the inconvenience that's, eh, it. that's nope. not gonna cut it you want the ten thousand plus no i just want i think i should be refunded for that part of the trip the other three legs were great right not that one, though. Not the fourth. I mean, really foul. Oof, what a limp to get home. Over three hours with the smell of vomit. Oh, I don't know how you did it, man. I, I, I was already, what are we going to do? I mean, would have hung out in the bathroom. But like I would have taken time. another flight. I mean, I, the smell of puke. Well, they probably didn't think it smelled. I think. There's no way they didn't think it. Sam, the second I sat down, I smelled it. You can't not. Oh, God. You know the smell of puke? It's you like, do. It's, it's, it's like it's, skunk. You, and everyone I'm, knows what it is. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Maybe. Uh, uh, <laughs> smell, but don't clean. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, you know, if there were other seats available in first class, I could see them switching you. 
and then taping that seat off. Taping it off, but like flight was sold out. So they, they couldn't out. do that. So look, they could have said you would have taken a later flight home. Yeah, they just there was hung one in the airport. The, yeah, there was one a few hours later. Um, or if if there was somebody who was, um, I, I don't know. They should have just offered me the option. I'm not saying that uh, the, the next one was available, but they should have at least given me the option to look. This is what's going on. But if they give you the option, wouldn't you be like, how come you guys can't just clean it? No, because they, if they were truthful, mm. they would have said we tried to clean it, but. It, you know, there's still Stinks. you're still going to notice it. Maybe they didn't notice it because it smelled so strong before. Obviously, it was everywhere that when they were cleaning it, you noticed it because you weren't used to puke smell. But they were so used to puke smell because it had to have been inc- way stronger that they didn't notice it anymore. No, but they knew it was there. And, and literally the fact that they don't tell me and give me the option. A, I, I know it happens on planes. People get sick. But there's a little bit on... Right. There was something in in the little. It was a, a on the on Americans first their seat, like on the right side. There's like a little place, like a little uh, carved out area where you can put your water or your wallet or whatever. It's a nice little extra bit of room they have. Like the inside of their planes are great. That's very nice. But that was right. Beginning, Your accoutrement. Okay, I guess you could say that. Yeah. 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 But right there by the groove. I wiped it with, with mm. a tissue, and something was oh. on it. I'm like, you don't want to put your coot on in there was, anymore. My water was already in. I was so uh. it was skeeved in a really weird way. Like, that, I mean, everybody knows what I'm talking about. When somebody throws yes, up, yes. the yeah. lingering smell. It's awful. It eventually goes, but not right after. Mm-mm. And uh, just the fact that they didn't say, it's like, what are you guys doing? And How do like, you not tell a person? They wanted to just slide it by you. They wanted to just get me on. They don't Got care. Him. They're like, you know what? He'll complain to customer service. We'll give him five, 10,000 miles. He'll be happy. Bada bing, bada. No dice. Uh-oh. Are you going to write a letter? You should. Strongly worded? Yeah. I, I wanted to know who to reach out to. Like, I asked Kenny. He's gonna, like, he was busy yesterday. But by today, I'm not going to go to customer Too care. Too busy for this? Well, you know, there's other things in life. Like I guess than so. Jim Norton's yeah. vomit trials. <laughs> <laughs> but just foul. Like, what a foul airline to not tell you. Yeah. Not, I mean, the people puke. It happens. It happens all the time on planes, I'm sure. And, would... and they shouldn't tell every person every time. But when your flight is delayed because they are cleaning vomit and they don't tell you, hey, look, somebody threw up in your seat. It was bad enough where we are 25 minutes behind. Oh, there's so many people driving to work right now. Like they've, uh, so many of them have dealt with it. I know, and they all feel sick first thing in the morning. It's so gross, especially because you want to believe that you're paranoid, right? You're like, nah, I'm, I probably just smell something else. No, it's that minute where you wipe up the thing on the side where you're like, you want to keep convincing yourself that no, it's probably just in my mind, and then you wipe it up. You're like, no, it's not in my mind. This is really happening. And if they had told me and that had happened, I wouldn't have had any issue with it. The flight attendant was very nice. She gave me all these wet wipes and she spritzed some stuff there to try to make it better. Trying to everybody in the cabin probably thought I was farting because they the, the, the smell, they had no idea that somebody had vomited. I imagine they didn't tell everyone else but me. Miss, I'm stinking up my seat. Madam, I am Madam. very embarrassed. I ate cheese yesterday. Madam, I keep <laughs> flatulating in my seat. Would you mind spritzing again? And the kid next to me, because they sat at one of those unaccompanied minors next to me, and she didn't really speak. The flight attendant spoke, I think it was Spanish, she spoke to her. Um, so she's probably like, didn't really understand the interaction because I don't think she spoke English. So she's probably like, what the hell is this idiot? Yeah, gringo estupido. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's probably sound. I think I can figure that one out. <laughs> yeah, okay. Should have made her sit there. Yeah, right? Well, yeah, she doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Like, well, hey, you want, a, you want a window seat? Like, whoa. Well, it turns out she would have. 
as we're coming into New York, when you come into LaGuardia, you get amazing views of Manhattan. Sure. And so the window was open. I was taking a couple of cell phone pictures. It was very cute. You're she thinking, looked, I mean, I think it's very cute that at this stage in the game, you're still like... I was trying to see my apartment. Uh, bro, you're. <laughs> I know you've been you've been traveling for I, like. I, it's still dude, the view coming decades, into Laguardia, and you're taking cell phone pictures out the window of Manhattan. It's like literally right there. It's right there. Why not? Like why not? Yeah, I would too. It's right there. After tw it's a beautiful view of Manhattan. It's unbelievable. He's been doing it for like thirty years. I know, but it's Manhattan's pretty breathtaking from the sky. And the girl next to me, the the she like had her eyes were open, and she like handed me her phone to take some pictures. Which was very cute. Oh, so I, that's really cute. And I and I understood in that moment, like I don't want kids, but I, I like I was so happy to help her. And I took a bunch of photos for. Her. I'm like, yeah, it, having a kid is more than just the stuff. Like it's more than just dirty diapers and the annoying parts. <laughs> yes, it is like, more than dirty diapers. It, it being, it's like you're helping a person. Like I, I, in that moment, I was like, yeah, it's. I could see the appeal to wanting to help somebody young like i don't know it was just a nice moment it was, I, was, I was happy to make her happy yes yeah the i mean that's the point right that the other stuff is so good that like changing dirty diapers yeah. becomes such a non-factor yeah it didn't make me want to be a parent but i'm just saying like i know what you're i'm saying. like yeah I, I can see like if you have a kid those little things that they find wonder in or joy in is probably like really nice <laughs> right like like the, it'd be a pretty lousy parent to be like look all, all the other stuff is really great, but I'm not wiping this kid's ass. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not doing it's it. Not, not, it's not for me. <laughs> so yeah, that was the, the nice part of the flight, was being uh, able to bring somebody a moment of happiness with my photography skills. But that was literally as we were coming to LaGuardia. I, I still smelled like puke. <laughs> and uh, again, the people on the plane were very nice. It wasn't her fault. No, I mean, she's following she orders. Knew. Yeah, oh she yeah, knew. it was 1A. She knew. she knew immediately. Of course she did. And I'm like, can you fill out a report? Like, because when I reach out, I don't want it to be like this thing that they're like, what? We don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's good that you got it on rack. Wow. The flight, you can ask the flight attendant. She got her me. name. Yeah. yeah. And you I'm sure. It. Yeah. Yeah. They, and they know why they were delayed. They, they can look that up very easily. Just gross. I'm sure. I'm sure. Just gross. Yeah. Anyway, aside from that, it was a great trip. Except that really did spoil the whole thing, especially right at the end there. Not being told. If they would have told me and I was on the plane, and if they would have said, look, we got most of the smell out, then I would have been like, all right. But it's just not being told. Um, Steve in Atlanta. What's up, Steve? Yes, hello. I was just curious. Would he not want to move to a coach seat, or was it because he was sitting next to a minor? Well, the flight the, the flight was uh, sold out, sir. So there was nowhere to move. But if they gave me the option, look, we will refund you the difference and we will seat you in coach. But it does smell like throw up. I would probably have sat in the back of the plane because the, the smell of vomit is a truly disgusting thing. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. I like how his Steve impression is <laughs> doing. He's trying. I know. He was trying something. <laughs> Troy, I'd be, I would be surprised. When you were flying in, if you didn't look out at Manhattan and just think about all the people getting fucked out of rent money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been following these brokers' fees, huh? It's fucking. Have you been following Troy's Instagram? No, his broker fees are oh. gross, dude. Troy's it's Troy's been apartment hunting. Really? You know, because his lease ran out. He's got. Wow. His, I got fucked. What happened? Not that, a surprise. Well, I got. I went into a co-op building. Remember when we came back from yes. COVID? I got a great deal on it. Sure, nice, amazing deal. Because that was that was COVID when all the real estate was great. You could get anything you wanted. Right. It was like after nine eleven, everything went down. Was that two two years ago? 
21. It was August of 21. Oof. Right. So it was just getting out of COVID. Coming out of COVID, got a great deal in an apartment in a great neighborhood. And then they didn't. So then the next year it went up 35%. Wow. My took a one year lease. Took a one year lease and they said, okay, you can renew, but it's going to be 35% more. Wow. Which is, like, which is an incredibly huge that's increase. It's a giant in increase. a year. And that's they're cool. like, well, cool, leave. I mean, everything is it's just comparable with what's in the market today. Yeah, we'll instantly replace you. So do whatever you want to do. So then we get to January of this year and they go, oh, by the way, at the end of this lease, you're out. Like, this is a co op building. They didn't tell us. Oh. That, that it was only a two, we could only have a two year lease. Like you don't even have, like even if they increased it by another 30%, you don't even have the option. Don't even have the option. Why? Because it's a co-op building and those are the rules with the co-op. You can only lease it, rent it for two years? Yes. Maybe I, there's something about like, you can only raise the rent a certain amount for a tenant, but if it's a new tenant, that, you can raise you it even no, more. No, I think he has to now either live in it for another two years. Okay. And then he could, if he can't sell within two years, he can rent it again for okay. two years. I believe that's the rules of this. So program. you can't just have a rental property for good. You can rent it for two years and then sell it. Okay, that's the, that's so they don't have people buying it. They approve right, you so on the board. It's not just a landlord right. building. Right. You can rent it for two years max. But they never told you that. They never told us that uh. until January. So, you know, we're in a panic. We're trying to look for a place, and it's the worst time of year to look for a place. This is the... Why absolute, is it so bad? Because everyone's coming back? People are... More people have to come back to work now, this fall. Oh, yeah. Everybody's, like, coming back to full-time. And students. Right. Ugh. So you would have been better in the beginning of the summer. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, then what do you do? You have to hopefully let us out of our lease, or we have to pay on two apartments. It's a mess. So we went... Oh. We've been looking for apartments. We, we looked at 45 places. Oh, God, that's and it's, torture. It, it was fucking hell. Why so bad? Were they just shit places or too much? Well, what you could get with our, what we pay for this apartment, what you could get is barely anything. In the new market, in right. In the new market. That stinks. Oh. So we we were looking at apartments and it just, it was hell. And you're just like, we're, we're in trouble. And then there is 45 now, apartments and none of them are great options. No, you have to start getting into $4,000 a month. Wow. Just for a decent place to live. And that's like that's not even great. And that's New York City decent. That's not no no, no regular yeah, yeah. decent. It's terrible. Right. So yeah, I mean it was just it was hell. And then on top of that, it's a fifteen percent broker's fee. That is a fifteen percent. Oh. And then what we were finding out as we're looking, and you know we're, we find a place we're like okay, this place fifteen percent of what. Of the a, annual rent. Of the whole year. Of the whole year, you have to take 15% of that, and that just goes to the broker for connecting So, so it's not like 15% of the first and last month or something. It's 15, all 12 months, so 15% of that. Let's yes. say it's 4000 a month. That's 48000 10% is 4800 5200 60, to the fucking broker. Just to the broker. For a rental? For a rental. And all he's doing is connecting you with oh. the building. And do you have to use a broker? If it says no broker's fee, you can do that, but then everybody's going after those. So right. you have a hundred people turning in applications for one place. So those people can charge whatever they want. So then those places are now going, okay, if we're saying, let's say 3000 for the month, what's your highest offer? Somebody goes, well, I'll do 34. What's your highest offer? I'll do 36. What's your highest offer? I'll do 4000 for them. Start, okay, we're go to 4000 Start bidding. Wow. Right, and now you're overpaying. And then they'll go, then some people, we found this out, we're oh, going God. like, okay, $4,000, and I'll give you a 25% broker's fee if you give me the apartment. 25%. Is this because they're using brokers or are some places just charging a broker's fee? 
most places are using a broker. I mean, that's a, I know that that's a, a, a hell job, but I mean, a, a 15% for the year is yeah. a, a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Yeah. It was it, it was hell. Well, we were in hell the past couple of weeks. Oh, it sucks. And then like you have to go through that whole process, and when you're finally done, you it's not like you feel good. No, you feel terrible. Right, because you're overpaying. You're paying this giant upfront sum. Yeah. And then you're still paying month to month for this place that's like livable. Live. If that's all it is. is livable. Livable. And you want to be in a safe neighborhood, and that's why people are like, "Well, why just move out to Long Island City or move out to Queens? You have more room." It's like. I yeah, know who you said to, that, and it wasn't... You're talking about Staten Island. Well, and other people... I mean, everybody's in, uh, messaging me on Instagram, like, you just moved to fucking Long Island, I got a place here for 5000 and I have a backyard, and it's like, dude, like, I don't want to be riding the subway all day, you know? Right, and you also have your place in Florida, which right. it's like, so you're paying there, and you're paying here. Yeah. It's crazy, it's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. It's wild. But yeah, the, so there was an article that just came out. Uh, I put it on my Instagram. It's the the uh, the uh, average m- rent in New York City is like five thousand dollars just for just the average base for rent. I like that you put that up because then you also said and the broker's fee. Yeah, well, it's a ten thousand dollar. <laughs> That's crazy, fee. dude. That's insane. Ten grand just for fuck connecting you to an apartment. Yep. And I guess what their deal, their job is then is to like kind of go through people and be like, okay, this person qualifies. You know, here's the background check on this person. That's and then they it just lays it out for the the landlord to be like, okay, we'll take this person. You know, when you buy a place, like the brokers, I think there's a bigger part they play. Um, you know, I, maybe they don't, but I mean, I, I had to deal with two brokers, and then they had to split the fee. Like, it's a whole lot of stuff. Uh, but I, I mean, for a rental, that's insane. The average Manhattan rent just hit a new record, five thousand five hundred eighty-eight a month. That's the average rent in Manhattan. Wow! Just hit a new record. It's higher than it's ever been. Remember, two three years ago, people were like, "Dirt cheap." I think New York's never coming back. I think it's done for good. And now it's more expensive to live here than it's ever been. And look, there is a lot of crime here. But I was looking up the twenty-five worst cities. To- Crime-wise, yeah. I was just kind of curious about the, the 20 worst. Kind of curious about the political makeup of their mayors. Yeah. We had an argument at the cellar. I was just curious <laughs> as to how many were Republican, how many Democrat. Yeah. Uh, I was surprised, actually, uh, on how many. It was 17 out of 20 were Democrat, which was shocking. I thought it would be 20. <laughs> um, two Republican, one was independent. But New York is not on that list. New York is not in the top 20, 25 Oh, so you know what I mean? Like it is, things are 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 not nearly as bad here as there are other places. Yeah, and Chicago's all the way down at twenty. It's got you know. Look, Albuquerque's Albuquerque's number ten. I know it is. St. Louis number one. Some of the people have Detroit, St. Louis, of course, Baltimore. And how is Philly not on this? That's funny, right? No, maybe it's per. I wonder if it's per capita, and because New York, Philly, L.A., San Francisco have a lot more people, maybe that dilutes it a little bit. Maybe. And maybe there's not as many gun crimes in these places. Then again, Philly is pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah, but you also hear about the crimes in New York and Philly and big cities right. like that more than you hear about crimes in St. Louis. Sure. St. Louis crimes are not national stories. Yeah. New York crimes, I mean, the New York Post and the Daily News there you go. are like national papers at this point, and they just report on the terrible things happening in New York. Yeah. So it does paint the picture of... There are terrible things happening here every day. Right. And so I was just kind of saying, like, like New York is definitely, you know, getting... Yeah, but like Little better. Rock. Little Rock is is five. No, they're probably places that have like huge gang populations, yeah. too. Memphis. 
Little Rock, Arkansas is the yeah. fifth most dangerous city in the United States. Cleveland? I thought Cleveland rocked. I went to a Dunkin' Donuts in Cleveland. Oof. Was the it guy, bad? No, but the guy looked at me like, what the fuck are you doing here? We were, me and Sarah oh. were driving somewhere. I didn't know. Yeah. She was st- filming. I'm surprised. I, I guess Detroit's doing good at, at keeping areas safe. Right. I think you can't, you don't want to stray from the areas. They're small areas, like the baseball, football, stadium area. They've done a good job of clearing that out, making it safe for tourists. Like, there's like, it's a a square. Yeah. You know when you're in the square, and you know as soon as you start veering away from that square, you're like, let me get back. You see a lot of comedy clubs in places like that, like like this place like that in Florida, it, was it uh, West Palm? I forget where it is. There's also a place like that in Pittsburgh, like areas that used to be rough areas or industrial areas that they like. Used to, they literally make a, a giant area. They put all these Starbucks and they put all these little malls and, and fun air and fun shopping places. But if you venture outside, it can be a problem. They do that in San Diego. The box is even smaller, like at Comic Con. You yeah. probably remember sure. from being out there, but it gets worse every year. Right in the in in the immediate vicinity of the convention center, it's great. Right there at the whatever the yeah. gas lamp district, whatever it's called. Yeah. You know, I'm not sure. Um, but then, it, I mean, it's with it's like maybe three blocks. Like there is a cutoff line, and it immediately. You remember we parked by we walked one. we walked by the cutoff line. Like yeah. it's immediately tent city. Yep. Like it's it's everybody just gets pushed to this line. And then, and then from there on, that's it. That's it. But there's a box where it's like just stay in the box. Yep. Yeah, that's how it is, I guess. And somebody has an interesting point on uh, Jim and Savannah. Who called in to have a point on Jim and Savannah? What's up, Jim and Savannah? Hey guys, an agent Savannah. Bring up the idea that maybe when cities like New York and Chicago and Detroit fall out of the top twenty, that maybe they're just not reporting like they're supposed to. You think they're doing the Trump COVID stuff? Remember when Trump was like, like Trump was like, the reason we have the highest rates because we're testing. Stop yeah, testing. Stop. We want to. I mean, come on. What, nothing. Uh, maybe, thanks, yeah. Jim. Maybe, Jim. I don't know. I mean, I, I, don't think, that, I don't think that accounts for it, but I mean, it's possible they don't report everything. Maybe they, maybe they knock so many things down under felonies. Teens steal bag, you know. So maybe they knock so many crimes down. I doubt um, you can get away with that in New York. They do do it to knock to keep their stats. I don't even think better. they're catching a lot of like the people that are looting and stuff. They're not catching those people. No, they're not trying to. And no. San Francisco is getting gutted. People think that it's crazy to say that, but they really all these stores are leaving San Francisco. I love it. Then now and now all these these guys that were like you like that, just because it was so avoidable and so stupid to say defund the police. It's mm. a stupid thing. Throw dirty cops in prison, sure. Defunding the cops is stupid, and now people are going. Well, there's no cops in the area. Why? I thought you hated them. Why, why not just have civil patrols? The last time I was there, I went to get dinner at a restaurant, and you nice. have to go up and knock on the door. They open the door for you to come in the restaurant, and they they close it behind you and lock it. Like yeah. Wizard of Oz. Yeah, like they open That's the thing up top. Yeah. Why didn't you say so? Because there's like crazy people just banging on the window trying to get in, and they just won't let them in. <laughs> Yeah, that's the city they want. It's out of control. I don't know how cities like that, I don't know how you continue. How do they keep electing the same people? Like, don't you get it? They're just not serving you. 
I think you just hate Republicans so much it doesn't even matter what it turns into. But in the city, it's okay because they're not going to be. You're not going to ban abortion in San Francisco. I don't think they look at it like that. I think <laughs> they're, they're, they're some, like that's going to the other team. We don't do that. What stupid assholes! Like when you had uh, Bloomberg here, you had Rudy here. They're they're they they're tougher on crime and they do, but they clean the city up because they're not afraid to get fucking bums off the street or people who are hassling other people. But they, but they don't impose. You know, Catholicism and, and the doctrine of religion in daily life, they can't. De Blasio did a good job. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what we get every time. De Blasio's living that single life now, huh? I mean, I don't blame him. His yeah. ex-wife's a two. Well, she's awful. Although, don't you... I don't know, man. Him and his, him and his, they're still cohabitating, right? How terrific. De, de Blasio and his wife are separated, but still cohabitating. What's her name? Charm... I want to say Charmaine, but that's what, is no, it Charmaine? No, that's already Puko's Charlene wife. Charlene McRae. Oh, Charlene? Yeah, I think it's Charmaine. You're right, Charmaine was already Puko's wife. Remember when uh, Tony has that dream where he's cuckolding Artie Puko? He's having sex with Charmaine while Artie's sitting there watching. Didn't I tell you it was terrific, Tony? Oh, I don't remember. It's a great scene. There's so many crazy, weird dreams. Best dream sequences in any show. I dreamt last night, just on a quick side note, I was watching Clockers yesterday, which is a good movie. What I you watched Clockers it. for? It was just on, and uh, I read the book years ago, and then yeah. I watched the movie. No, it's good. And Delroy Lindo is great and that. There's so many good actors in that. Um, but then I dreamt last night that Spike Lee was scolding me for doing a bad British accent in an in a audition. Oh. That I was sitting there, and he goes, we couldn't, because you, you were like, I, was, I did some cop accent in Irish, or, or British, I didn't sound good. He was telling me how bad I was. What did it sound like? I don't remember. Oh. I, it was like one thing. Oh, are you? It was something stupid <laughs> like that. So I dreamt that Spike Lee was scolding me for a poor audition. <laughs> uh, Gerard in Williamsburg. What's up, man? How's it going, boys? Hi. So I live in Williamsburg, and I, I would suggest that neighborhood Detroit. My building in particular, beautiful river views, easy commute to the train. I can get to Manhattan in no time. And if Toy wants, I can hook it up in my building. The, the rates are reasonable. I'll tell you what, Gerard. There is nothing... Right now, at this phase in his life, I don't think there's anything that annoys Troy more than people trying to get him to move to where they live. I mean... But, I mean, at least they're... <laughs> You, you might find a good option that way. I, I, luckily, thankfully, good Lord willing, I found a place. So I'm, I'm good now, but thank you for that. Okay. Are you happy that people I'm are trying to convince you to live where they live? I mean, people are like, you know, uh, Rochester. Man, you got to come up to Rochester. Rochester? I'm not fucking going to Rochester. Syracuse. Dude, do you know how much room I got in Syracuse? Syracuse four hours away. I'm just like, well, what, are you going to ride your bike I mean, from Syracuse? Literally, everybody's telling me, oh, dude, you got to come here. This is where I'm at. This is oh, so cheap. I would love it if you got to. By the way, Syracuse is a terrible, terrible city. I mean, yeah. talk, about a, talk about a dangerous city. Outside, you'd have to move on the university to live in Syracuse. Yeah, I, yeah, like, I don't want to live in Long Island City. I don't want to live in Astoria. Travis was trying to get you to Staten Island. I mean, that is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. Why? Because, no offense, Staten Island sucks. You think so? I do, yes. Travis gets here every day. He gets here, right. but look what he has to do to get here. Yeah. What? And look what he does when he gets here. Nothing. That's actually great because he's so tired from <laughs> the commute. He's exhausted from yeah. the commute. You mean his three methods of mass transit? I mean, he has to take a, a bus right. to a boat right. to a fucking subway. Right. Yep. 
Yeah. And then you need a car when you live in Staten Island. You can't just walk everywhere. If I live in Manhattan, I could literally walk everywhere. Right. Get your steps in. Yeah. Listen to Taylor. Yeah, I love getting my steps in listening to Taylor. You do? I do. All right. So you got things that are making you happy. So I'm not. And, and I, what I told Travis, I'm like, if you didn't have a kid, you wouldn't be in Staten Island. You tool. Is, that's how you but said it? Pretty much. Yeah. Like who, who voluntarily lives in Staten Island? Them yeah. practical jokers. Well, they're and from there. Wu-Tang. They're from there. There's a difference between growing up there, yeah. Right, like who would say, like, oh, you know, I've never been, but this could be a good place to move to. Right. Nobody how big a, Sorry, how big a place do you want? One bed? I have a studio. You have to go through all that just to get a studio? It's a studio, yeah. I'm looking at places right now. Why? Just You got a place, bro. Not for me. You trying to move Troy into a place? No, I'm just looking. I'm curious. Oh. And now towards the end of the month, it, you, there's literally nothing. Because my fiance is just like looking now on Street Easy. That's that's the app that everybody's using. Sure, yeah. and there's literally nothing. Did you ever think about Long Island? I don't want to live in Long Island. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Yeah, this place I'm looking at is a studio. What's it going for? Thirty eight hundred. And where's it at? What neighborhood? Uh, east side, Middle East side. Okay. So, Midtown East, lower, lower Manhattan. Yeah, not lower, lower. Yeah, that's kind of like 35, 4, 4K a month is like just for like a decent, Ugh. just regular. Decent studio. Just a decent place. A decent building. You got it because you got to look at the building. Yep. Oh, yeah, of course. You got to look at the, What's the lobby the look like. How many, like, are, does it have the double locked doors before? Do they actually lock? Like, yeah. You got You can find decent apartments in Alphabet City. But it's a war zone over Right, there you're now. in Alphabet City. And then, keep in mind, like, something happens, like Hurricane Sandy. Like, I was down in the East Village when that happened. It place turned into fucking, it turned into a war zone. It's scary. Your, you keep banging your hand on the thing. Oh, I know, I do too. Well, uh, the, yeah, because, and then you want, you, you want a doorman if you can have one, right? I would, well, uh, yeah, unfortunately, I don't have one, but I would love one, sure. And you also think about your girl being there, too. Like, sure. It's more about, uh, fuck, when, when I'm not here, is she all right? Yeah. And if she is she coming home? Because sometimes she works crazy hours. She has to be up early. She has to be. She comes home late. So it's like if you're you're living in a, a sketchy area. Sure. You know you just you don't want her walking out. To, you know, no. fucking five. You don't in the think she'd want to take a boat at two o'clock in the morning? No, she's not taking a boat. I'm not gonna put my fiance <laughs> in a fucking boat. That's why I told Travis. I'm like, would you feel comfortable with your wife on a boat at two o'clock in the morning? A goddamn. He's boat. Like, oh, she's taking it. It's like, yeah, but are you happy about it? A boat. Like, wouldn't you rather drive or something? Like, why to getting on a boat? Doesn't Lisa have a gun when she goes to work? She should, hopefully. Because of her job? It's 2023. You shouldn't be taking boats to work. Yeah, anymore, no. You know? No, you're, I'm not taking a boat to work. <laughs> yeah. Get, get the fuck out of here. Good for would you. Would you want to take a boat to work? No, I think it would lose its luster <laughs> yeah, fairly quickly. First day, it'd be fun. Yeah, I'm going to work. Maybe nice in the summer. Summer, sure. not on a rainy day, not in the winter at you all. You really want to smell the East River in the summer. That's true, too. It's the East River. Not, not a like delight. No. Yeah, Travis really commutes to have a nice place. But he has to. I mean, that's what that's, that's what, what you got to do when you have married, a family. You have a teenage daughter or young daughter. You got to do it. So she just goes to a good school. Good school. Josh in Arkansas. Yeah, hey, guys. What's up, bud? Uh, you're talking about Little Rock being dangerous. Yeah. Bill and Hillary Clinton are from here. You think that has any correlation? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think I would say so. I would say they're, that's they're big theory. in gang culture. I think so. Thank you, Josh. Thank I you. think that's Good right. Point. Excellent. Yeah. Well, I think that. I think so. Anytime they're like, you think there's a correlation with the Clintons, no matter what the question is, I go, yeah, very possible. It's, yeah, it I could think, be. I think. I think so. Yeah. Can't rule it out. No, can't. I don't know enough to rule it out. That's for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was just looking, seeing if I could find. Not, not that you know, I'm not going to do the Troy. Everyone else is doing. I'm just kind of curious. Troy's got a place now. Yeah, he said so. You're trying to find a better place than Troy. As no, but you here. never know if it goes through. He's like, been working for like weeks on this. Actually, thankfully, it went through. Oh, I'm good. I'm good to go. But it was it was oh, a, it was okay. a hell three weeks. Is it the same size as your other place? Uh, it's a tad bigger. Oh, nice. nice. But it's more money. Okay. How much more a month? Without saying how much it is. Five hundred. Fuck. Ah, oh, that's yeah. a good. That's a lot. Yeah, six grand a year. It's a lot of money. But, sucks. Yeah, it's, it's fine. I but mean, do you like it? I'm good. I'm, well, I move in in September, but I, 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 thankfully, I'm in a neighborhood that I like. Okay. We like good restaurants. You know, my fiance's a chef, so we like to try new places. So yeah, it's around. Are you still downtown? Yes. You like being downtown? Love, love it downtown. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the village is like just the best area. I never want to live there. It's, it's so expensive in the village, and I like I, I like going down there to work, but I like, I like kind of leaving it for a quieter. Yeah. Well, yeah. Luckily, you can walk home too. You have yeah, that ability. So yeah. a fat pig, but I. You are. Oh. <laughs> I should be literally. I should be harpooned. What's making you fat? Did you have fat times in Albuquerque? Unfortunately, I did. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. Carbs. Too many spicy soups. Just. Then I come home last night and she has fucking. A bag of like Tostitos. You love Tostitos. Yes. They're Muffins. Good. She yeah. makes fucking cheese, uh, like melted cheese Tostitos. Oh, yeah. That sounds great. It tastes great too. Not scoops, just like f regular flat to Tostitos, yeah, regular flat, except like tortilla with tortilla chips, yeah, but with melted cheese on them. Yeah. And then you pull one, and it's like that. I mean, you pull stretchy. forty. Uh -huh. You pull one, and the whole tray comes up. Sure. Sure. You enjoy some of those? I I didn't eat as many, but I had a few. Mm. They were delicious. I would have had a bunch. Yeah. Sounds great. Freaking slob. Who? Me. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm very unhappy with myself. Well. You had a show. You got to treat yourself. Uh, I just need to stop treating myself. Well, you No, you don't. You know what I am? I'm a weak pig. I don't think that's... Lizzo should yell at me. <laughs> 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 By the that, way, Lionel Richie, what a fucking shithead. Why? What a shithead. Didn't he get delayed? Or no? Stop it. He fucking, he's in Boston. Right. And he couldn't get to New York for right. a sold out MSG show. Unless he flies day of and didn't know. Like. You can just drive. But, uh, you check the weather. What are you doing? You're fucking Lionel Richie. You, you get like, it's a four hour drive, three and a half hours. You go overnight. You get a five-star hotel room in the city, and you go do the fucking gig. I mean, you could just drive from Boston. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah you could get a limo if yeah, you have yeah. to, or a bus. It's a sold-out Madison Square Garden. Lionel Richie outrages 20,000 fans after canceling Earth, Wind, and Fire's Madison Square Garden show an hour after start time due to weather. 8.30, that he canceled it with his tweet, but they were there at 7.30, and instead of, you know what it is? He probably flies in. At three o'clock, four o'clock in the afternoon, and the weather was probably increasingly bad. And they finally told him after a certain point, like we can't get you there. He probably—I don't know if he flies private or how he gets around, or his flight kept getting canceled. What a fucking idiot! <laughs> Just get in a fucking car. Get in the car. Have someone drive you. The minute the flight doesn't go, you get in the car. You have that and plan anyway. Until the last minute. No, to it's fly just a, in. it's a totally shitty thing to do. That is such an, a, a drive. The night before he could have left, knowing that storms were coming the next day. What type right. of shitty people do you have around you? Or it's not like it's like the storm of the century. You can drive through it. 
or oh, leave I mean, in no, the morning. Your flight might get delayed. Yeah, like you know, your due to severe weather and being unable to land in the New York and surrounding areas. I'm unable to make it to the show tonight. I'm so bummed. Oh, I'm res- bummed. We are rescheduling the show. They rescheduled it. Here's my question. Were they in the air and then just denied landing? That's different. Maybe they were on their way and then told, like, now we're going to have to send you around. You can't oh, land. because the way he phrases it, unable yeah. to land in New York. But I think that that has something to do with they can't leave the destination. I'll bet they didn't leave the destination. I bet they didn't either. He's like, I oh, will just do it in two weeks. Yeah, but what if somebody can't make it? In two There's weeks? a lot of people that can't make it in two weeks. Monday? They, yeah, they, they, they give up their hotel room. They, they get a hotel room. That's right. Babysitter. I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a wild guess that a lot of Lionel Richie's crowd may be older. Yeah. Yes, the kids are 40. <laughs> That's actually true. They're probably older, older. Um, I can't read this because I'm a blind fuck. Why are you being so hard on yourself? It's true. I might <laughs> feel my stomach. For you. You're a weak pig, blind fuck. Yeah. <laughs> WPPF. <laughs> John in Philly. Hey, John. Hey, how you doing? Hey. Uh, I was just wondering if places like New York and Philadelphia didn't make that list because they're not arresting anybody for what they're doing. That could also be part of it. Yeah, the, uh, Violent crimes they'll arrest you for, even though they'll let you right back out. But um, Yeah, I don't think the dangerous the way dangerous city is listed it makes me feel like it's violent violent crime. but they'll still let you out immediately thanks Troy they'll still let you out without bail I mean if violent they don't care about violent criminals here at all no that's right thank but you John they, oh sorry did you ever find these people that are pushing people in front of the subways do they ever find them and arrest them you know they question. find them sometimes I guess and if they do I mean it's it's you know it's just some fucking crazy homeless fuck so a lot of times that that doesn't uh it makes the news, but I don't even notice it. But yeah, they do arrest them when they can. I mean, for pushing people. Yeah. Thanks, okay. John. Thank you. Uh, are you seeing how bad things are getting in Maui? I mean, it looks... 96 dead people. Oh. And I mean, the aerial shots... It's terrible. ...of the island. So terrible. Yeah. Fire is a bitch. Yeah. Fire is a fucking bitch. Yeah, that's one of those elements that when it gets out of control... Everything's gone. Yeah. Just... Nothing matters. Everything is gone. Yeah, and you kind of realize that we can be top of the food chain all we want. Like, there's stuff that... that yeah. Yeah. How much money is Oprah worth? She has 2,000 acres in Maui. Oprah's worth quite a bit. 2,000 acres. Yeah, Oprah started buying up Maui. Did her uh, place get burned or no? No. 2.5 billion. 2.5 uh, oh, billion. Jesus fucking Christ. You know, Oprah's apparently... Oprah's... Uh, area or, or or properties didn't get burned um she's gonna make a big donation i guess she well she's been down there i'm gonna guess 50 million she's gonna give yeah i think she's been down there and people are are trying to make sure that the donations because you know a lot of people have set up gofundmes and everything as yeah. well to help maui and they're trying to make sure that all that money goes to the I, people who actually need it i never trust those things like yeah it's tough when you get a call, yeah, 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 Policemen's Benevolent Association, I never give money because I don't trust any of those organizations are going to do the right thing. No, I'll put my money in the fireman's boot. I know where it's going. It's going yeah, to the fireman. There's some ones. Like, I'll, I'll look them up. Though. I, mean, I mentioned PBA. Maybe they're fine, but I'm just saying like, I, I don't trust any organization on the phone. Yeah, you never know who's on the other line. That's you never know yeah. who's on the phone. Yeah. Yeah, in the same way, like so many of these GoFundMes, and you always hear those stories about 
people setting up hoax GoFundMes. Yeah. She's going to make a big donation. Oh, she's going to make a huge donation. She's been... I think she's been down there for... They wouldn't let her and her camera crew in. Uh, to some of the uh, shelters. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird if Oprah... I think that's kind of a dumb move by them, though, because if Oprah's in there interviewing people, A, it keeps tremendous attention on it, and it also... People like, I want to donate money to these people. Yeah, you got to show how bad it is. Right? Yeah, that was a stupid miscalculation by them because she knows how to interview people. So if, if you're showing them as they are and she's like putting it out there, I would say that's uh, a pretty dumb about them Man. or by them. Yeah, that's a, that's terrible. Yeah, it's so crazy. One good thing about living in Manhattan, we have enough problems here. Homeless guys flinging shit at you. That's right. But the fire isn't going to rip through the entire... No, a flood did at one point. Flood can, sure. Yeah. I mean, we are an island. Although, I mean, with all the buildings packed in, if something... I mean, it wouldn't be wildfires, obviously. Yeah, no, fires are not going to spread through concrete. No. Like, it's like a wildfire. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. I feel gas coming on. Step outside. No, let it rip. You can let it rip. I'm over here today, so go ahead and let all it right. rip. Oh, geez, he didn't make it. Oh, Jim, you didn't make it to the door. I tried. Speaking of disasters, you didn't make it. Now the gas has escaped. Yeah, I apologize. <laughs> I feel up. That's disgusting. Yep. It's not, you get me? No. Not yet. You think it's going to be not great? I would say it's, uh, yeah, it's the, it's, it's the penalty of my food last night. Tostitos and cheese? Yeah. Mm. It sounded thick. Yeah, it was. Oh, That's a bad way to phrase it, but... I should take an American Airlines flight just leave it there to improve the smell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the wildfires, uh, they're, have they stopped? They've stopped, right? They, it did stop. People were jumping in the ocean. That's just how to bad get it away was. From to get away from them, yeah. Mm. I think the death toll is up to 96. Yeah. It says here, yeah. Yeah. That's awful, man. How dumb is Sam Bankman freed... He's going to go to jail. He's got a place he was, to stay. What a fucking idiot. You're out on bail. What, what is with these guys that are out on bail? Just lay low. He's now he's going to that Brooklyn House of Detention, which is a disaster. It's where Epstein was. Oh. It's bug infest. It's a fucking shithole. Yeah. What a stupid asshole. Well, I thought he was a criminal mastermind, I think. But then he like put out like his, his girlfriend's. What did he put out? He did something that, they, that was like tampering with a witness or something. Well, didn't he? Wasn't he trying to get like like love letters love made letters. public and stuff like that? Yeah. But why? What are they, what's he trying to show in the public? Is well, he trying to save face publicly, or discredit others that are going to bury him? I don't know. Sam Bankman-Fried is tossed in jail for leaking ex-girlfriend's love letters. Um, but the girl looks like Chip. That's right. Yeah, that's exactly. I fucking who it is. love you. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, the <laughs> fucking you, piece of garbage. <laughs> I just got your fart. It's bad today. I oh. apologize, I, but I tried to get out of here, and you did encourage. You me. encouraged him, and you I said did. you said you it did. was okay because you're in a different seat. But it got it, you anyway. It got me anyway. It's like it follows, except <laughs> the fart version of it. That was a scary movie. I love that movie. Did you see uh, Talk to Me? No, it's good. Is it, where's it on? It's in theaters. Oh, it's theaters. Maybe I'll go this week. Go check it out. Yeah, check it. Check it out. Check it out. Um, let's see. Uh, 
The judge uh, sided with federal prosecutors who argued the bankman freed had jeopardized his upcoming trial by leaking the personal writings of his former lover and business associate Caroline Ellison to a New York Times reporter. Kaplan determined there was probable cause to believe that Bankman Freed had tried to tamper with witnesses at least twice since his December arrest for fraud. Who's Kaplan? Is that Judge Kaplan? That's the same one who did yeah, Trump's, dist- Trump's thing. District Judge Lewis Kaplan. Cap- yep, Lewis. Spelled L-E-W. That's yes. Him. Yep. yep. He had been under house arrest in his parents' mansion in Palo Alto, what a which is so much better than the Brooklyn jail. What a dumb fucking idiot. He was shipped off to the Manhattan Detention Complex in Lower Manhattan. Oh, oh is, that, is that where he's going? So, I'm yeah, sorry, Lower okay. Manhattan, Manhattan, where the former billionaire will be locked up. Oof! Until the start of the trial on October second. Oh, it's not even that bad. It's still a month and a half that he's got to. Instead of being at his parents' mansion in Palo Alto, yeah, he's got to be in a Lower Manhattan jail for the next six weeks. And I was reading about something, uh, and just the freedom to talk to your lawyers when you want to. I was reading something about, um, um, I forgot what I was going to say, something to do with that jail. Um, mm. The lawyers, not, I lost it. Well, it couldn't have been very important. The, I, you can say that again. Yeah. The feds previously stated that the disgrace, the, the disgrace, uh-huh. <laughs> probably a little scrapes. I understand. Yeah. What, what are they uh, eating fruit? Oh, that's good. Thank you. That's fun. That the disgraced Wonder Boy had crossed a line and harassed Ellison. Uh, it says uh, Ellison had already pled guilty to fraud and is expected to be a key witness as Bankman Freed faces trial for allegedly FTX bilking customers out of billions. You never want to bilk customers. No, bilking is bad. And I remember what I was going to say. There was a trial of one of those drunk drivers. Mm-hmm. I think it was what, the girl who killed the bride or something. But they're like, yeah, she's going to remain in jail until a trial in uh, March or April. I'm like, that's a long way. Yeah. And you're looking at six, nine months from now, eight months from now. That's a long way just to wait for trial where you may never get out. Yeah, because he spent most of his time at his parents' house. Yes. Right. I mean, I mean, if it's a mansion, you never want to be forced to stay anywhere. And Palo Alto, they got nice mansions I'm there. I'm sure they do. And it's warm. I'm sure he has good money, a certain amount of money stashed away somewhere oh, yeah. to pay his attorneys. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's probably what it is. I mean, that this uh, uh, Caroline Ellison, Chip Chipperson, yeah. probably pled guilty immediately. Sure. Because she was like, yep, I'll go states. I'll go states right away. I'll, I'll, I'll rat everything out. Yeah. Cohen said his team had been blindsided by the prosecutor's motion and argued that Bankman Freed's bail terms permitted him to speak with the media. So they're saying, hey, no, 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 he was allowed to speak with the media. Yeah. He was just talking to the media. Ugh. <laughs> Fucking leak my love letters. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Fucking private. You're making my cooter all sopping and whatnot. Things of that nature. <laughs> you Fucking know. Sam Bankman, what are you working a bank or something? <laughs> Fucking common. <laughs> God damn, look at my pussy so good. <laughs> I, that's her sex talk. Now, how come his name is Freed when he's locked up? <laughs> Put your pecker in me. Oh, there she is. <laughs> Boy, that's a big head that gets narrow quick, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> Fucking yours does. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Carolyn. Yeah. <laughs> 
Carol Carlson. Yes. Sammy Bank Muffins. Okay. <laughs> um, Cohen also noted that his client had many, many negative stories published about him and his relationships and argued that Bankman Freed's media outreach was meant to protect his reputation ahead of the trial. The gag order has drawn attention from news media, including the Times, which in an August 2nd letter to the judge said the measure should be loosened to only restrict comments that could interfere with a fair trial. A July 20th article in the newspaper contained excerpts from Ellison's personal Google documents prior to FTX's collapse. Yeah, I don't know what he did, like what he was allowed to say, what he wasn't, but... When the judge revokes your bail, he's in Dutch. Because he has big mouth. Let's say it what it is. He's in Dutch. He's in Dutch. Yep. I hope he had a good time. Hey, anyone that takes people's life savings, like I mean, there's there's a certain tactic we have to use to handle. Certain things have to be handled with, with uh, like um, middle aged barbarism. Middle ages barbarism. Yes. No, I know what you're saying. And taking everybody's money. Like their whole life, like what Bernie Madoff did, he should have just been fucking executed. I mean, the Bernie Madoff thing is nuts. Like, yeah, Holocaust charities, like he should have just been dragged out in the street and shot. I would agree with that. And it destroyed his whole family. It, as well it really as all did, the other yeah. families that he affected, he, but like... He suffered for it. Like, he, he saw these people that he loved, one hung himself. Yeah. Uh, his wife was just destitute. I mean, he left her a couple of million, I think that was part of the deal. I think she's still alive. Isn't she alive? Uh, Madoff's wife, but she's like a. I mean, they all just walked away from him. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not even her fault. No, it's not. But nobody wants anything to do with her. I know. You think our friends are hanging out with her she, still? No you, way. She was living with a billionaire, and now she's probably just in Ruth Madoff. She's probably just in a quiet apartment somewhere. Uh, it looks like she died in twenty twenty one. Oh, did she? Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay, thinks. So. Yep. Yep. Died twenty twenty one. Okay. So they're all dead. Yes. Bernie, her, and both sons are dead. Like, what was it, five years? When did that happen? Is that 10 years ago now? 2008? Okay, further than I thought. Wow. Yeah. I watched the... uh, It was good. The Netflix show on it. It was really good. And it really, like, broke down everything that was happening and how bad. Like, see, Sam Bankman freed. He was taking people's money that were investing in his crypto, and he thought he was a genius. So he was going to take their money... And then put it on his crypto trading platform right? so that he could make more money and then he would keep the profits that he made from it. But he was like, well, I just make money anyway, so nobody will ever know. Except he wasn't, he lost it all. People figured it out. Madoff, I don't even, I mean, his was like just a, the just an old school, yep. traditional Ponzi scheme. Just back trading and like, the, I mean, the genius of these guys that were able to do this. But there was no exit strategy like there was none they were just literally making up invoices right like hopefully i'll just keep doing this until i die and then whatever there's no way out like they have to realize we're just criminals yeah yeah there's a a new netflix show called painkiller did you start watching that yet no i was watching some documentary on some british girl that was killed in japan by some guy who was like a fucking serial rapist and a murderer like he would chloroform girl he was really a bad guy but it was it, it, it was an interesting documentary to see how the japanese police did things but no i saw painkiller i didn't watch it yeah ferris bueller's in it he's the uh head of the company that did oxycontin oh okay but it yeah i mean Is that's the sackler family yes that's exactly he's yeah. the, he's he's sackler yeah okay um 
Yeah, I mean it's it's the story. It's a I think six episode series. Oh, all right. And it's basically about how that company started OxyContin and how much damage it did and how everybody knew and 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 yeah, just how it it destroyed so many families and killed so many people. They just they lost a huge Supreme Court decided against them, where the Biden administration had pushed because they made a deal where I think they were going to give up six billion, but they wouldn't be suable individually, or it would make them immune from civil litigation. But they just the Biden administration wanted to have that tossed, good, and the Supreme Court actually sided with them, good, with, with the Biden administration. So now I think they're open for. I mean, it's wild with that they pulled this whole thing off. That they're like they're a good family, right? No, they're very, very bad. Oh, you, you should just, see this I, thing because it'll totally. Does it exonerate them? No, no, no. It makes them actually seem quite, quite bad. Oh, it, okay. can, it makes the whole, come, yeah, the whole thing come across as very, very bad. Especially whichever Sackler Ferris Bueller is playing. I mean, he really, really comes across as quite the turkey. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it was you know, as it turns out, uh, OxyContin. You know, it's uh, not addicting though. No, 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 no. See, okay, so you're a little, and this is spoiler alert. Uh, they said that it wasn't, uh, but it it was in a similar. No. Yes, yeah, it was in a similar way that uh, heroin is. You know, heroin. Sure. Right, right, right. This is basically that. Oh, right. They were prescribing people high doses of heroin, and then they were uh, they were like doctors were were getting. Like kickbacks, right? Kickbacks mm -hmm. and preferential treatment, not only for the amount of prescriptions they were doing, but then they also started pushing them to up the doses. So it was like, no, you're one of the high top tier doctors because you're prescribing these large doses. We're now we're measuring it in milligrams instead of just prescriptions. That's funny. That, that explains it. Go ahead. I, I was feeling depressed mm -hmm. and my therapist uh, recommended uh, um a lot of oxycontin. <laughs> so maybe like you're a getting huge, paid. A huge amount of yes. oxycontin. <laughs> I should have known too. Yeah, I should yeah. have known. No, too. Jerry Sackler. Jerry was the therapist. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry with a G. Um, no, two J's. Oh, wow. double J, <laughs> double J, Jerry Sackler. Yeah, capital then lowercase J. Sure. I don't think there's any more letters that are infuriating back to back than a capital and lowercase oh, J. Oh, capital lowercase J yeah. for Jerry. That's yeah, it's yeah. infuriating. You can never trust that. No, <laughs> we should uh, race to the bowl soon. Well, I won't have to race. I don't. I mean, I'm not in any rush. Why? Who is? Well, you know, hmm? I just feel it ruined. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Oxycontin will take care of that. I think I probably blocked you up. I'm gonna oh, guess. Yeah, I'm gonna guess up. like Vi like Vicodin. I I did Vicodin once when I had like a surgery, mm -hmm. and uh, I think I blocked me up a little bit. Yeah, Vikes uh, make it where you can't shit. Yeah, yeah. They said that in there. Some of the doctors said it'll, it'll constipate you. The oxys. Yeah, there's nothing worse than a fucking a painkiller block log. <laughs> Just stuck, well, I think jammed are, up. I think there actually are more harmful side effects to painkillers than constipation. No, no, I think that is it. That's the number yep. one. Number one, well, so to speak. Bro, they were, they were like sending like stuffed Oxycontin pills to like pharmacies and doctors and stuff. Like they had a little mascot. It was like an Oxy with like arms and legs and a big smile. Like, hey, look who's here. Didn't the, um, the pharmacist, wasn't that Oxycontin that was uh, when his son uh, was murdered and then he wound up going down? That documentary, The Pharmacist, wasn't that about Oxycontin? I believe it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, it got huge on like the illegal markets. They were overnight. Open. The doctors worked at 24 hours prescribing until 2 a.m. 
like pain clinics would open up and it would just be lines of homeless people that were being hired by drug dealers to line up, get a prescription, go get the prescription filled, then they would give... Why give them some money? Yeah, they give them money and a couple of the pills. I'm so glad that I'm not into pills. I was never a pill person. Uh, That's a really brutal one. Really bad. Especially because like, people you trust are prescribing it to you yeah. sometimes. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Dr. Steve's trying to send me to a clinic in Canada. Oh, yeah? I was a little depressed. And he goes, yeah, they got these great new clinics they just opened. What kind of clinics? I don't know, but he said you only buy a one-way ticket. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Best part is the travel is cheap. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they'll, they'll bury you after. They <laughs> 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 should try ayahuasca. Have you ever thought about doing ayahuasca? Yes, but you know I'm in recovery, and I just don't think that's a... I don't think they go hand in hand, but I have thought of it. Who do you think would visit Jim if he was on an ayahuasca trip? Do you think it would be a good one, or do you think it would be just so much trauma? No, it'd probably be some shit trip. Like, my big visit would be from Mr. Whipple, the old Charmin spokesman. <laughs> it really would be something <laughs> dumb like that. Yeah. It'd be something so stupid that you were obsessing about a week before. Do you remember Mr. Whipple? No. Let's oh, come on. I do. W-H-I-P-P-L-E. Mr. Whipple was the Charmin spokesman. That's who would visit me on uh, Ayahuasca. That's when you realize just what a shallow nothing you are. All he would tell me about is toilet paper deals. <laughs> he wouldn't tell, no insight into myself. He would just tell about how soft their tissue is compared to other ones. Yeah. <laughs> this guy. Their bathroom <laughs> tissue. You yeah, can't see it. Uh, uh, I don't know why. I don't know how to get that monitor to start working. It's bees behind you if it helps. Maybe when they're fixing the ceilings again and putting in round lights, they can fix the computers. The ceilings have round lights now outside yes. the studio. Yeah, no cameras. That we can't have camera people, but they have round lights. There are round lights Good in the stuff. hallway. Great, dude. So, that's what you should fix. Pretty, pretty exciting. Actually. Absolutely, it's a pretty exciting time here at Sirius. Don't get a bunch of twenty-five-year-olds to run your social media and actually make it work for you. Well, the lights work. They're new. They worked anyway. This just look better, and they do look good now. But who cares? I mean, I, yeah, I guess. I never, I never look up. You know who this is going to benefit? Anybody who's taken out of here on a, a stretcher. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing he said was, oh, are those new? Yeah, I, I can watch on this one, Troy. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, they, we've been complaining about this for a year. You think Mr. Whipple would visit you during an ayahuasca trip? Because like, Ari yeah, he would only talk about toilet paper. Ari Shafir did ayahuasca, and he had an incredible experience where Mitzi Shore visited him. You think it would be Mr. Whipple for you? Yeah, at least Mitzi Shore. At least he knew her. Right. That's what I mean. It was yeah. like a big deal for him. What'd he she cried. Say? What'd she say? I don't remember. We'll have to have him remind us yeah. next time he comes in. Actually, he said that uh, she said her her bathroom tissue is more absorbent than the leading brand. Oh, I bet you Mr. Whipple. <laughs> I'd like him to clear up any absorbent bath bathroom tissue issues. Yeah. Excuse me, Mr. Whipple. This guy was very, very famous. Do you remember him from your I remember kid? Mr. Whipple. Yeah, Mr. Whipple. This was before. Now all the charming commercials are like. Uh, Charmin. Sh I know. I said Charmin. I, I was looking at the CH you as I was at saying me. it. What's he Right. Oh, because you're charming. <laughs> <laughs> you have no charm. <laughs> Yeah, this they figure this signal no HDO, no HDMI signal on this. Don't worry about it, Troy. You tried. Yeah, it's all right. You tried. You, you play it on this one. I'll just turn around and watch. You tried. That's Tra right. Travis would. Let have me see. Uh, yeah, yeah. Travis would have gotten it, Mr. Whip. You tried. Um. Yeah, now it's the cartoon bears that wipe their asses. Yeah, Mr. Whipple's probably dead. Mr. Whipple. I hope he died in the toilet, <laughs> like Elvis. Yeah, with his fucking finger in his crack, slipping through a piece of Charmin. Yeah. 
Hitch in with a little Mr. Whipple commercial. Yeah. He wants to see a video. He was a very, very, my whole life, he was a, the spokesman for this fucking company. And it meant everything to you. I, I idolized Mr. Whipple. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mr. Whipple, if I remember right. Let's see. All right. George Whipple, you old side right now. Tex, can you help me stop those ladies from squeezing Charmin bathroom? That's tissue? right, they would all squeeze the toilet paper. They would squeeze it too These much. These bitches would come into the fucking supermarket and just squeeze the uh, toilet paper. And Mr. Whipple is just trying to put up the Charmin display. He had it up to here. Please don't squeeze the Charmin, that was it. Right, don't squeeze the Charmin. It's, yeah. sh it's so squeezable. Yeah. Right, and so he got this cowboy to help him. Yeah. His name was George. That was his first name, George Whipple. Yep. Oh, George Whipple. He that's said right. George Whipple. Uh, this this is one. Of, is that Chuck Connors? I don't know. That what, looks like Chuck Connors, the fucking Troy, cowboy. Troy, just based on sight, would you say that's Chuck Connors? The cowboy. I'm not, I'm not familiar with Chuck. No, it does, maybe it's not. It's, it's just a picture. I gotta look at him, Chuck Connors real quick. That's Chuck. It doesn't. I don't think that's him. Okay, you're right. Do you think it's Chuck Connors? I think it's a different handsome gentleman. He, he did the fucking battery on the uh, this other guy. I dare you, knock it off. Energizer. You don't remember those commercials? Chuck Connors was a spokesman for Energizer. It was a battery where it was a battery on his shoulder, and he'd say, "I dare you to knock it off." Troy, you remember that? I don't. When no. Chuck Connors Look up, was... I think it was Chuck Connors. Look up, uh, well, Mr. Whipple, Mr. Whipple first. Okay, okay finish right. Mr. Whipple, and then let's remember, we're going to go to Chuck Connors. Battery commercial. Uh, right. Shilling uh, Duralast? Everlast? I don't remember, to be honest. Duracell? Might have been. Bat we're just calling it battery. Hang on, no, 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 we're doing Mr. Whipple Mr. first. Mr. Whipple. Yeah, but I don't want to forget. Oh, forget. okay, so you want a tab open. Okay, here we go. So we'll go back to Mr. Whipple. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Now you women folk. Women folk. Stop squeezing. He lassoed the Charmin. But Charmin's so soft. It's irresistible. Isn't that great? Down squeezable. Hey, pause for a second. Dumb broads with gloves. You could just do a commercial where these where these where these broads were squeezing toilet paper and a cowboy came in and called them women folk. Now you women folk. Yeah. Get your get your dirty <laughs> clit diddling hands off that toilet paper, bitch. Stop squeezing that paper, woman. Yeah. <laughs> it smells good too. Please don't squeeze the Charmin. Be out of town by sundown. Ah, uh, Mr. Whipple. Mr. Whipple. And then he would do it. Mr. Oh, Whipple would squeeze I... the Charmin. I forgot. They and would always catch him. Mr. Whipple. They would scold him. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Oh, and there's Mr. Whipple all the way up to 1982. Let's see in the 80s. Right, yeah. What a run this dude had. Oh, it's huh? crazy. This seems like it must have been a wild Mr. time. Mr. Whipple must have been a pussy machine in the 70s. Oh, this is, this is Beatles mania what all woman, over. What woman didn't want to fuck Mr. Whipple? Squeeze oh. my tits like they're toilet paper. That's right. Mr. Whipple. Mr. Whipple. Mr. Whipple, you've changed. Changed? How? You don't think... Don't squeeze the Charmin anymore. Well, with new Lush Plush Charmin around. Lush Plush. Don't listen. Lush? Plush? Sounds softer than ever. Is it? You bet. Look, nice. Too Mr. Whipple is trying to get it in. Yeah. Mr. Whipple's trying to get fucking blown in the break room. Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could throw eggs? On now, the, on old Charmin was soft. Fuck old Charmin. New egg Lush broke. Plush Charmin is even softer. Oh, look softer. at that. I'll buy that. New Lush Plush Charmin. More squeezably soft than ever. Charmin Mr. is squeezably Whipple. soft, yeah. Please don't squeeze the Charmin. Charmin is squeezably soft. Squeeze it between them cheeks. Yeah, that's Betty right. Wood, Mr. Whipple. Yeah. Horsecock Whipple. <laughs> that's what they all call them, yep. right? <laughs> yeah, I think it was Chuck Connors who did those battery commercials. I dare you They called not. him toilet paper roll in his pants, Mr. Whipple. <laughs> <laughs> squeeze this. Can we see Chuck Con I think it was Chuck Connors. I might be remembering it wrong. No, I think you're 100% right. Uh... 
listen, Troy, we need the Chuck Connors yeah, battery Kevin commercial. Yeah, Kevin can wait. Kevin can wait. <laughs> Okay. Tell Kevin he's going to need to wait because we need the Chuck Connors battery commercial. Oh, I'm sorry. He's right. Robert Conrad. Was it not? It wasn't Chuck Connors. No, nope, I was wrong. He, thank a, you very much, sir. Well, Chuck Connors was a cowboy. He was. Look up Robert Conrad, the battery commercial. Oh, That's it was, was Robert Conrad, the yeah. cowboy okay. in the battery commercial? Yep, I was, I'm an idiot. But I yeah, just, you are. You're so stupid <laughs> to think that, Jim. You're such a big idiot. Yeah, he, he dares you to knock his ever-ready battery Troy, off his can shoulder. You can you believe this idiot co-host of mine thought it was Chuck Connors when it was Robert Conrad? 1978. Mike, have you ever seen anything so stupid in your life? Is no, somebody this, confusing Chuck Connors for Robert Conrad? It, it just defies logic. It does. I do appreciate the clarity. <laughs> I've never heard either of these two names before No, today. I understand. Oh, no? I'm a little older. No? All right, you want to watch this yeah, one? Yeah, just I Of remember. course, Troy. What kind of question is that? Okay, we got to see this. I got it. I dare you to knock this off. That's Robert Conrad. I dare you to anybody's batteries, anybody's, with alkaline power cells, and try to beat them for long life. Ever you ready? know what? You can't. When you want long-lasting energy, Put the battery on his shoulder. A longer-lasting all-purpose power system than gold, red, and black alkaline power cells from Everready. Oh, this is toxic masculinity. Cell that dares to compare. Come on, I dare you. Oh shit! I dare you to knock it off? Yeah, he's oh. menacing you with a battery on his shoulder. A lot of people with dad issues watch that. Oh and, yeah, and purchase those batteries because they were like. You know, they're still trying to impress Dad. You know how many young gangbangers would have knocked that battery off and then pistol-whipped him into submission? <laughs> you think, do you think Robert Conrad could have been taken down by gangbangers? Yeah, yeah, I think so. But I think there's a lot of people that would have knocked that battery off you think so? and slapped his actor face. <laughs> <laughs> but he comes across as so authoritative. And tough. He does look tough. He looks tough, and he's staring you right through that camera lens. Like, don't yeah. fuck with me. I'm Robert Conrad. Yeah, go on. Knock it off. I, what's Robert? Uh, did you know Robert Conrad before the battery? Oh, yeah, commercial? he was an actor. He was like, he was, but he was like a Charles Bronson, if I remember right. Like, one of those guys. Oh. Like, he was just, a, you know, like a sturdy male lead. Right. Like a man's man. Right. Like a, yeah. Um, Alex in South Carolina. What's up, Alex? Hey, uh, I just wanted to pipe in. I think I know who... Would visit Jim on his ayahuasca trip. Who's that? Uh, Mr. Wacky. Who's Mr. Wacky? Who's that? If you guys remember from the uh, San Diego Festival. Oh, Mr. Wacky from the local news. Oh, I love Mr. Wacky. (laughs) I don't remember him. Troy, could you look up Mr. Wacky, please? Yep, that's all I got. Thank you very much, yes. Yep. Yes, Mr. Wacky would come. Uh, look up Mr. Wacky news report. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Troy. Get on the ball here. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, I mean, this is... Do I, I know who this guy is? You will once you see it. Uh, there he is. Most awkward interview saved by Mr. Wacky. We've played this before. It's my favorite. Oh, yeah. Since this caller brought it up, we'll play it before uh, before we let oh, you visit yes, the bowl. Yes, you remember this guy, right, Troy? Yes. the best. Yeah. Usually when you're talking about the world of inflation... You guys, you probably notice, is that a good thing or or not a good thing? Inflation. <laughs> I'm sorry, the question again, Dave? <laughs> is is inflation in our world 
a good thing or not a good thing? It depends upon what the topic Generally. is. What are we talking oh, about? Did you oh, that guy, that asshole, oh, I wouldn't give yeah, him anything. I wouldn't give him anything. And he knows what Dave wants to say. It's a bad thing. So he can go, no, it's a good thing. But he's saying, I, I'm forecasting the punchline, and so I'll just get right to it before you have the opportunity. Yeah. It depends. Are you talking about financial inflation or like inflating balloons like where you are? <laughs> uh, well, I was talking about the balloon. Yeah. Troy, you got to hit play. Come on, quick, dude. Real quick. I'm yeah, just going to use the bathroom. Fine okay. with that, yeah. If the break, yeah. Have an inflatable boat. Yeah, if you, if you heard the word. Oh. Right. But uh, generally, when you hear the word inflation. <laughs> the guy blew it for him. What a Not dick. Something good come to mind? For yeah. me, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's doing uh, it. He's doing his bit. Fucked well, up. Let me tell you that you're right about if you say he good. He fucked himself. So you're good. right because and he this did it is on the... purpose. He did that shit on purpose. But the guy was supposed to go, no, it's not. And he was supposed to go, yes, it is. Yeah. Is inflation a good thing or a bad thing? Well, if you're talking about balloons, good thing. I am talking about balloons. Yeah. <laughs> well, then we're two Jews break. walk into a bar. Well, do they happen to own it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I was headed. <laughs> yeah, they do. September 28th, I will be in Toronto. Wednesday night, fat black pussycat every Wednesday. Ooh. I have to go shit. Go do that. Subscribe to my YouTube stuff, Not Sam, and also Not Sam Wrestling. We'll be right back. We need to pause the hilarity and catch our breath. Jim and Sam, back in a minute. Rock the beat. If you missed any of today's show or want to catch up on previous shows, check out Jim and Sam using the Sirius XM app. Jim Norton and Sam Roberts return. Welcome back. Jim Norton and Sam Roberts. The Queen Bee. On a Monday morning. Safe Sound's going to be joining us in a little bit. He's on his way in. Did you see, uh, uh, what was the tennis match that was happening this weekend? Because I've never been a terribly big fan of tennis, but if I didn't see the damn funniest thing I ever saw in my life, it was in this tennis match. Do we know, like, what was the, uh, what was the title of the match? Was it like a championship competition or? Or anything like that, because people seem really annoyed that it was interrupted. Uh, the Canadian Open? It was the Canadian yeah. Open. One of the big ones. We were trying to figure out which lady was the finest tennis player in all of Canada. And, uh, well, I guess, like, I guess tennis is like a, a more athletic version of golf in the sense that it requires uh, extreme concentration. You know, your your every single fiber of your being needs to be focused in on that little neon yellow ball that is just zipping in your direction, trying to make sure that you make contact with it and that your opponent cannot. Uh, and it's probably very difficult to distract an opponent uh, <laughs> unless the most distracting thing you could possibly think of happens, uh, which which happened at the Canadian Open. <laughs> oh wow. Cotton Eye Joe just came on mid rally. 
it's still oh. on. Oh. Oh. Do you hear them booing? Oh. <laughs> and the players are pissed. They're furious. <laughs> and somebody left it on long enough that it started to kick in. Why would that even be queued up? And who hit the button? I don't I mean, know. Somebody's got to be in trouble for that. Somebody's got to be in huge trouble. I mean, that's like a baseball stadium. So, like, they, uh, do they still play that in Yankee Stadium? I know they did forever. I don't know. But I can't imagine when it would be appropriate. Like, when do you need to put the big thing on the on the scoreboard that says energy up during a tennis match? Well, and what a song to play. Cotton Eye Joe. Why would you have it? Yeah, I don't know. I wonder <laughs> if somebody got fired for that. I mean, like the one thing you would say is clearly this is a mistake. Yeah, there's no way anybody did this on purpose. Watch again too, because they try to work past it, but they can't. They just they can't. Yeah, you can tell they're visibly pissed, furious. Oh wow. Cotton Eye Joe just came on mid rally. Oh wow! Yeah. It, my, my favorite part is when the beat drops. It sounds like they it started and they stopped it, and they're like, "Nah, fuck it, we're going for it." Yeah, it doesn't. It sound like it dips out for a yeah. sec. That's what I thought happened. They're like, "Nah, we're we're going in." Let's hit it again. Let's see if is is that a dip out or is that you just couldn't hear it for a second? Okay, let me make sure the okay. volume's all the way up here. Because you can also you can totally and this is what's great about tennis, I suppose, that you can totally hear without even seeing it when the game's being played or when it stops because of the squeaking of the sneakers and the contact with the ball. Did you see he's not here yet. Oh. Yeah. Did so, you see the uh uh this from it was in Montreal, the Canadian Open. I did not, bro. There we go. Oh wow! Cotton Eye Joe just came on mid rally. Oh wow! Are we in tech? It sounded like it so, started. Well, I think I don't think it actually stopped because I don't think the beat has kicked in yet. And I think that it's actually there's such a collective gasp from the audience. <laughs> I, I don't understand why. The Cotton Eye Joe, it was an accident. They're mid game. Mid I don't know what mid rally means, but it's obviously very serious. And somehow nobody's I haven't read an explanation yet. Somebody accidentally hit a button and for some reason Cotton Eye Joe was Oh, is your song? You know the song Cotton Eye Joe? Where did you come from? Where did you... Cotton Eye Joe. It's like a really famous jock jam. Like they play it in Yankee Stadium. If I heard the song, maybe. Oh, it's a banger. But I'd been for Cotton Eye Joe. I've been married a long time ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's an obnoxious song. Okay, I see the clip again? Yeah, it stinks. But yeah, I mean, they've played it in Yankee you know, Stadium for years. Sure. Not Mr. Wacky, no. Troy. Oh, I lost my phone. Mr. Troy. Oh, goddammit. What, did Cotton Eye Joe just start playing in your headphones? Yeah, I was yeah. in your jamming. Oh, sorry about that. That's guys. the Charmin ad. Troy, that's not what we don't want. Don't squeeze that. You can't squeeze that. Why are you just playing the music? Video? I don't want to hear that. That's super I lost my human. Tab. Oh, sorry, tabs. Sorry. Open the tab. It was in Troy, Twitter, bro. Tab. It was in Twitter, bro. All right. It was, on, it was an X. 
Open the X back. Oh, there it is. Okay, found it. They get away from you, huh? Sneaky little bugger. I got a lot of tabs here. Sneaky little bugger. Oh, wait. Oh, now you're still playing the music video. You're going to lose the tab again, dude. Travis would never. I know. I know. I know. I know. Hang on. This is embarrassing for you. I know. Hang on. <laughs> oh, wow. Cotton Eye Joe just came on. Oh, okay. I, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, can oh, you wow. imagine being at the height of attention for an athletic activity and Cotton Eye Joe starts playing? Yeah. It's the worst. Did she fuck up? Yeah, they redid the point. They were like, there's no way we can expect you to play through Cotton Eye Joe right now. There is clearly, yeah, the referee said, we'll replay, we got to replay that point. Because, yeah, you can see they try to start going through, but they're like, we can't. Cotton Eye Joe is playing now. This is fucking, lo yeah. this is lunacy. How about this? Play the fucking game. Cotton Eye Joe's playing. I don't give a shit. Every other sport, they have to deal with noise and screaming. You're playing tennis and if a pin drops, they got to redo it? Shut up. Well, it's not a pin drop. I would imagine if a baseball player was waiting for a pitch and he was getting ready to hit and right before he swung, Cotton Eye Joe just randomly started playing. He'd be Perhaps. like, what the fuck was that? Perhaps. It's Cotton Eye Joe of all things. Not a particularly good song. It's the most obnoxious song that's ever existed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm not a big fan. Or it's like when they're golfing and they, people scream Baba Booey. I mean, yeah. Do they do that? Can you imagine? You're trying to you're trying to get a great golf swing going, and somebody Baba Booey's you. I've never seen that. Is there a video of that? There's tons of Sorry, them. Hang on. Yeah, I, I love the air horn that Jackass did. That was funny. You don't want to get Baba Booey'd when you're Baba trying. To, <laughs> when you're trying to golf. I think I'm just, this is, I'm just randomly hitting it. Here, right. so. This is at the U.S. Open. <laughs> oh, and, and, yeah, oh, this is a big deal. <laughs> the best of Baba Booey bombs at the U.S. Very Open. Well, they're doing it right here. Yeah, they uh, after they hit him. The best yeah. ones are when they do it right before he yes. hits it. Yeah, no, these. No, there's better ones where he's like they're mid swing and they do right. It. That's yeah. when it, that's when it becomes the distraction. And people get pissed. They're throwing their. There we go. Here, let's see what this this one. Phil Mickelson. It's kind of funny, though. I mean, it's not just Baba Booey. <laughs> Baba Booey. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> you don't even really need to understand the context or the birth of it. Baba Booey will always be funny. Yeah. <laughs> right, what do you want to yeah, say? Yeah, let's do another Baba sure, Booey. There we go. 318 made one here yesterday. Baba Booey! <laughs> Yeah, you got to do it while while it's Mid being swing. Swung. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. want to see one get fucked up. No, the the Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> I mean, that's really loud. It's really loud. <laughs> he bellows it. <laughs> <laughs> the Cotton Eye Joe thing. Uh, clearly, like somebody just like hit the button uh, by mistake hit it. Yeah, or something. It, was a mistake, yeah. it reminded me of maybe the bet my favorite audio that I've ever heard. Which was when our pal Hot Dog, he was working uh, on Fox News Radio as a board op. Yeah. But he he didn't pay attention to his job. And uh, I've played this audio for you before. Do you want to hear it? I do, yeah. Okay. The news reporter was doing a story about a child who died 
because they were locked. A one-year-old died being locked in a car. Right. Do you think that that would be an appropriate time to randomly play the theme song to the television cartoon, The Jetsons? Nope. Well, a one-year-old baby has been found dead in a hot car in South Phoenix. Courtney Griffin of station KSAZ-TV in Phoenix was at the scene. <laughs> what the, why would he do that? <laughs> he fucked up. <laughs> he, was, he was dozing off. <laughs> he didn't take his job as a board up very seriously. And he was dozing off. That's funny. <laughs> and he hit the wrong button. <laughs> and so on a goddamn death dedication. Did he get scolded for that? No, he left. He, I asked him. I said, yeah, did you get in trouble for that? And he said his shift was ending. So he said the guy was like yelling. It was like one of those uh, deals where he's the board up, but he's in a different room. Yep. Like a soundproof room. So the guy's like yelling in the studio going, like, what the fuck was that? Like, what are you doing? And Hot Dog like didn't acknowledge him and just waited until his shift ended and split. Oh. He just got the hell and out And the guy of never brought it up the next day? No. No, he got away with it. Hot Dog got away with another one. Yeah, he did. His comeuppance is coming. His comeuppance will, sure. and it will be severe. Yeah. Maybe he was in Montreal working the board for this uh, Canadian Open. Were people mad about that? Playing a Cotton Eye Joe, tennis fans were upset. Yeah. You could hear, if you listen to it, you can hear a gasp from the audience. Oh, not superhuman, Troy. You could hear it. <laughs> you could hear, yeah. You could hear a gasp from the audience. Listen to him. Oh, wow. <laughs> Cotton Eye Joe just came on <laughs> mid rally. <laughs> oh, wow. It's still going. <laughs> yeah, they left it on for kind of a while, too. Doom, 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 doom. Somebody hit a button on the way to the bathroom and didn't realize it. Oh, my God, he ran back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very embarrassing. <laughs> With one button push, you accidentally fucked up the whole thing. Yeah. You ruined the whole Someone's thing. Someone's trained for years. Yeah. What they didn't train for was randomly Cotton Eye Joe yeah. coming on in the middle of a rally. I don't know what a rally is. But People interrupting golf swings, though, is my favorite. It's so funny. I want somebody to bring Cotton Eye Joe on a loudspeaker to a golf competition. Yeah. Mid swing. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cotton Eye Joe. Probably still makes me laugh, though. It's Bob still funny. It's still funny. Bob of Bowie. Baba Booey, Baba Booey, <laughs> Howard Stern's penis will, will always be funny. Like, yeah. there's no. There's no getting around it. Great. Great. Just who was that who was that who was that interview with when he did that? I don't remember. But just people taking themselves seriously and then getting interrupted by something ridiculous because it really showcases yeah. why they're really not as important as they think they are. It's yeah. always great. We're being joined now in studio. What? Cypher Sounds what? is here. He is one of the uh personalities what? from hip hop. Treasures yes. on A and E. He'll be performing this Thursday through Sunday at the DC Improv. Ooh, what a great gig! Every Wednesday at the Comedy Cellar with Will Sylvince for yeah. their Chemistry Set show. 
Why are you talking like you don't know me? Well, I mean, I'm letting the audience. Not the audience. It's, audience. it's the introduction. The audience doesn't know. They don't know. <laughs> yeah, the audience doesn't know. The improv's one of those consistently good gigs for all these years, too. Yeah, Sometimes yeah, yeah. gigs start to suck after X amount of years, but the DC Improv is one of those places that's always Yeah, it's been my good. first time um, solo headlining, so I'm super excited. Yeah. Yeah, I'm always in there with somebody else, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. One of these douchebags, like Michael Che or Dave Chappelle. You hate them. No, nah, but this is, this is my <laughs> this night, is baby. This is your night. It's my weekend. Yes. Yeah. There's nothing worse when you're opening for somebody and you walk in and the crowd is full and you feel great and there's always that little voice that's like, it's not for you. It's not for me. You don't care that you're here. <laughs> yeah, especially for you. I mean, you've been, you've been spending years now what? trying to get out of this hip-hop stuff and into the comedy world and you're finally... Yeah, I'm finally... You finally... <laughs> I've, okay, okay I, was a, I used to work here, you know that? I used to work right across the hall at Shave 45. You were doing the mornings, right? Yeah. yeah. And for years, I've been doing comedy, trying to get away from this hip-hop shit. <laughs> and I finally make it, and then what TV show do I get? Hip-hop treasures. Hip-hop treasures. Yeah. And I try so to get out, and they pull me back in. And now you got hip-hop treasures, and you're going to be cemented as like... Well, yeah, this guy is a legend in hip hop, and it's like you can't get out of being a legend. <laughs> yeah. No way. Once you're a legend, you can't escape. I'm done. You're done. What do you think about the new Eminem uh, Melly Mel beef? <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid. Can you say? Can we? Can you use the R word on the show? Oh uh, yeah, I do it every morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's retarded. Yeah. Here's the thing. When you hear it, Eminem trounced him. Uh, come on. I, I mean, he trounced. I like Melly Mel, but he got trounced. Steroid but brain. Anybody, no, I, I like him a lot. I respect I don't, him a lot. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I never heard the word trounced, <laughs> but I think I know what you mean. I get the gist. Right. It's a, it's contextually kind of, he lost. Contextually, yeah. He always trounces. Is that the right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. Okay. yeah. He always trounces. But Melly Mel is not even competition. Melly Mel's a legend, a, a, right. a, um, a pioneer in this game. Right. We can never take that away from him. No, he's great. But I heard. I heard he told somebody, my my old co-host Peter Rosenberg. He was at the the show at Yankee Stadium, and they spoke to Melly Mel, and he goes, "Nah, he's just using hip hop, and he's gonna leave. He's been everyone's been around <laughs> twenty years, twenty seven years. What's he gonna do? Where's he going? What's he gonna do? Where's Another he? movie about <laughs> hip hop? Yeah. He's at, one hundred percent, the most consistent hip hop personality and rapper ever. By yeah. the way, I would tell you this right now: he's gonna leave us. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> Speaking of beef, the fact that you just referred to Peter Rosenberg as your old co-host, even though you brought back Juan Epp, he's gonna be furious. He's my co-host on the podcast, yes, but in radio, he was doing a radio an event, a radio event. So that's why I said X. Oh, gotcha. You're saying right. I'm not with that radio show, right? But he's still your yeah. co-host contextually. Yeah. And yeah. Melly Bell started. He said, like, if he could say, I don't think Eminem deserves to be in the top five, that's fine. But he was like, ah, it's just because he's white. He's there. And then Eminem just smashed him. Yeah, of course. And the thing is, Eminem, he smashed him on, on his new artist's record, I think. I think Eminem yeah, yeah, just yeah, signed yes. that kid. Yes. Which is Eminem. Big. It's big Eminem for Eminem to do signed that. signed him with Dre the same way they did 50 Cent. Mm-hmm. So... Melly, I think this guy's invested in hip hop. I, <laughs> I mean, it's such an idiotic thing to say. I know it's dumb. I think he's just jealous of the fact that Eminem probably made the money. It's like guys who played baseball in yeah. the '70s yes. and they see the contracts 100%. now. It's like it, it's it's a different world. But here's the thing that bugs me: we're literally for the last uh, eight months we've been celebrating Hip Hop 50. Yeah, the Hip Hop 50th anniversary is August 11th, uh, 2023. Right, Melly, you're gonna get so much attention. 
at this time. Right. Why are you ruining it with an Eminem diss? Everybody's talking about hip hop. Yeah. Well, I think it's because he's also he's where where was he on the list? Eminem was five. Where's Melly Mel on the list? Is he number twenty or something? He was up there. He was pretty high up. Or in the forties even. What, yeah. what list? It was like the, the top, are the top fifty hip hop Bill, artists. Billboard did like the top fifty MCs. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and Eminem, Eminem was, DMC on it, which kind of sucked. It's like, come on. Eminem was like five. Was always Melly Mel was forty eight. Yeah, but oh, Melly, 48, that's yeah. right, he was way down, yeah. I mean, listen, Melly Mel, what he did in those days, he changed the game. Yes. You gotta just roll with that, man. But yeah, by the way, Eminem yeah. changed the game, too. Uh, yes. Well, you know, it continues to change. Melly Mel changed the game, then Run DMC, and then in 86, it was Big Daddy Kane, Rock Kim, and Karis one and Cool G Rap. They, that, those four, they changed the whole way hip-hop sounded. And then we start, you know, Eminem definitely changed the game, too. Curtis Blow is listed way better on the list than he should be. Yeah. I know he's higher. I, I know he's a legend, but I never loved the way he... Well, what is the list? I'm just going by the list. Top 50 MCs. Billboard's top 50 MCs. But what? Top 50 MCs of what? Like commercial success? No. Influence in the game? Because, like, lyrics... Curtis Blow's not even on there. Billboard yeah. and know, Vibe exactly. are counting down the best <laughs> MCs ever. In yeah. honor of hip hop's fiftieth anniversary, uh, these lists are—they're always annoying. I can do fifty this year, like right. it's impossible. Yeah, and they're designed for this. They're designed to get people upset. I and just annoyed. Saw, yeah, uh, I don't care, but I'm annoyed. Like, why do I give a fuck? Yeah, it's nothing I mean, to do with me. Right, gives a shit. I think Complex just did like the. It was complex, right? That complex did, top New York. Rappers. Yeah, they did like the top fifty New York okay, rappers like of all time. Who was and Ice Spice. Wait, like, New York what? New rappers? York rappers. And Ice Spice was what? Number 50. And people were furious because yeah. there's like a whole list of New York rappers that are not on the list. Yeah. But Ice Spice made it. That's what I'm saying. It's all it's all politics. Right. Where's Ice Spice from? She's from the Bronx. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's new. Okay. But there's a she there's two songs though. Right. She That's just what started the, like yeah, literally she has this two year. Songs. Right. And it's not like people are like Oh my god, this might be the greatest two songs yeah. I've ever heard. It's yeah. like she's like super hot. Yeah. What what it is, Jim? I don't know if you're into these kind of things. Ice Spice has a big old butt, right? Like a like a chunky, heavy Bronx, yeah, low hanging, sure, rumpage. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, I, I trust yeah. you. It's I considered yeah. one of hip hop's treasures. <laughs> yeah, I, I I would find that very pleasing. Yes, <laughs> very attractive. Yes. <laughs> Can you mention the TV show? Because the publicist is staring at me. <laughs> what TV show? I have a TV show. Treasure. Why do you think, oh. do you think I'm here, Jim? I don't. You can this. You're promoting DC Improv. No, <laughs> I don't read the press. I care. He's sneaking that in. <laughs> no, Hip Hop Treasures, of course. Saturdays at 10 p.m. No, okay. on A&E. And okay. Saif is out there finding all the hidden treasures of hip hop, yes. all like oh, the great memorabilia okay. pieces. What have you found? What's, what really have cool. you looking for that you want to find, and what the have you main, found that's good? Okay, I'll give you an example. The main thing we looked for in the first episode just aired. Uh, cool Herc's hat Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> it is a hat, kind of. It's Biggie's crown. Oh, all right. So you know yeah, that that's famous big. picture of sure, Biggie of course, with the crown. Of course. We're looking for that. Yeah. So like, it's part of the hip hop, uh, the Universal Hip Hop Museum. I say my show. That's your show, really. It's technically LL Cool J's show. But really, yeah. your show. What do you mean, really? But it's your show, really. No, 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 no. It's his show. <laughs> oh, gotcha, okay. I get to be on it. <laughs> I see. But it's me, LL Cool J, Ice-T. I should say LL first. It's LL Cool LL J, first, yeah. Ice-T, Yo-Yo, <laughs> me. Okay. okay. And then these two guys, uh, Pete Nice and Paradise Gray, who are the actual... Um, 
what do you call those people that find stuff from museums? Museum finders. No, yes, oh. it is. That yeah. is a word. It's a c word. Searchers. Oh, no, c word. Curators. 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 They're the actual curators of the hip hop museum. So LL sends us on these missions, Ooh. and then we go find the stuff. So what are you looking for? All hip hop collectors. Like guys who collect, like I buy Kiss posters because I'm an old man and I'm fucking having a crisis. Not so just, I find not just other posters, collectors. Also, well, bell buckles. Yes, Kiss posters and bell buckles. That's how it is normally, but we want um, we need the star power for the show. So sure. we're actually looking for artists who have their stuff. Biggie's dead though. Oh, right. so I'm he sorry wasn't to hear on that. it. No, he wasn't on it. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah, but but Little C's was on it. Okay. Um, CJ, Biggie's son, oh. Tiana. Uh, Biggie's daughter and they have saved stuff yeah they have like we found like this episode aired already so I could tell you yeah. um, they, we found the, the jersey that he wore in the Juicy video mm. we actually went to his block where he shot the video on the stoop um, where is his air? A&E. A&E. Okay. okay, you ever watch First Saturdays 10 on A&E. Watch First 48 oh, like you're in a God. hotel you're on the road it's a you're great marathon eating nachos yep. 100% you watch First 48 for 9 hours that's right mm -hmm. then they'll jam my show in there and then you watch sixty days in. I love but it. But it's you jam. Oh, right, Kings of Barbecue. Kings, Kings of Barbecue. See, I'm I'm I was locked in because before this season, before it was uh, WWE Hidden Treasures. Yeah. So I was watching all my WWE treasures. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. said, "What am I going to watch now?" They said, "Hip Hop Treasures." I was like, "I'm here. I'm here for the treasures." You're in it, right? I'm in it. I don't even when they asked me to do the show because they came to me. Sure. Ooh, yeah, that had to feel I turned it down. No, no, no. no, 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 no. Oh, you did? Yeah. 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 They know that yeah, I'm big no. on finding old hip-hop things. <laughs> you wanted to shout out the hip-hop yeah. nation. I had run the, I had uh, runs, yeah. uh, I runs Adidas, but they're like, no, we want the right one. I only had the left. Gotcha. The left shoe. That's a bummer. Oh, we did fine. Uh, can I say what we found? Or am I allowed to say stuff we found? Run DMC. We we got some Run DMC stuff. Good. Coming That's up exciting. in a later episode. Hope you have their Lee jeans. <laughs> <laughs> their denim jackets. No, I, no, for Run DMC, it was actually really good. Uh, we spoke to Jam Master J's sons because Jam yeah. Master he's, he's dead. dead, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Rest in peace. He's dead. Yeah. Yep, um, but he had a lot. Of, Run and DMC don't collect anything. Jam Master J collected everything. So there's storage units full of stuff. Oh, oh wow. Him. And one of the things that we got is the chain. Okay, if you know hip hop and you guys are you guys are kind of white, so you might not know. Yes. But <laughs> uh JMSJ's chain was famous because it was a gold thick gold chain, mm -hmm. but no link. No um like where you open it. Like a connector? Yeah. It's yeah. like the whole thing is just chain right so there's famous stories of him try, almost getting robbed at clubs back in the day oh, and they couldn't but they couldn't yank <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't yank so it off like, his neck so they, there's no all they did was drag him closer so they could <laughs> <laughs> this is not a violent show it's a right. very family friendly show sure. but it is genius to have a chain like that <laughs> sure <laughs> for safety reasons <laughs> um, no but I I'm the first episode I, I got emotional because it was all Biggie and that was like there's two hoes it's, not, it's me and Yo-Yo right so the, each episode is split. Like, I go on a mission, she goes on a mission. But the first episode was just Biggie, and it was all me. And I was like, I might get I might get some chicks off this episode. You know what I mean? Nice. Sure. They might. They like me. Nice. So, did, did you? Happens. Huh? 
Did you? Not yet. Yeah. I'm wondering. It was, it was Saturday. Give it time. Should give it time a little sure. bit. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Like rerun. DVRs. Yeah. We People did an episode of bar, bar Rescue, and it took a while for the sex to roll in. But again, it did, eventually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The sex has been great since. Yeah, it's been rolling in. It took about a year and a half. <laughs> so much sex. We were talking about this the other day. I mean, a year and a half in, and we're finally at peak sex. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Finally enjoying the fruits of my labor. <laughs> were you really on Bar Rescue? Yeah. Yes. What did you do on there? We were, we were, uh, we were recon. We went in there and, and posed yeah. as just typical patrons. Yeah. You know, just Jim and I, just your typical two, you'd see at a bar on a date yeah and and uh yeah and yeah and 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 then you know much to their chagrin we were actually sent in uh under the instruction of john i never heard chagrin either did you guys like plan on are you trying to make me look stupid like Uh saying words i don't know yeah we were trying to figure out no because you're like oh the hip-hop guys coming in we're gonna use big words that's right look at us walking in casually like no tv camera on us Yeah. Yep. We're just I'm skinny. You have hair. That's right. Do you have like a amberback? Uh, amberback. Yeah, that'd be right. That's the name of that water. beer, right? <laughs> yeah. So that works. Good. Great. <laughs> Look at the size of that glass for Bloody Mary. That's going to hold about two. We didn't know what John Taffer was we saying. We had no in the idea. Car. We were just making. Did, for- the, did the bar guys know who you were? Oh, no, I know, but there, no. there's cameras everywhere, so they prepare people for a week. Oh yeah, nice yeah, but going. they didn't know we were part of the show. They right. didn't know we were mic'd up. Yeah, right. No, I, I get. This we were thing. spies, and I don't yeah. drink. And Sam sipped like fucking somebody's grandmother. <laughs> I don't drink alcohol, but <laughs> I refused. I told him that when I was there. Hey, we do a show about bars. Who should we get? Yeah, well, this a recovering is a alcoholic and someone that was fucking with autism who doesn't eat anything weird. That's not why, by the way. Um, Wait, no, yeah, we food? didn't. We didn't tell him. Yeah, I'm a picky eater and I don't drink. And yeah. Jim's sober since he was 18. Yeah, but they asked us, "Do we want to do bar rescue?" We were like, "Yeah, let's not tell him." I told him after we we were in the dressing room <laughs> down there. I already got the airfare of the hotel. I'm already there. He literally said, "Jim, here's what we want you to order." And Jim goes, "Well, I'm sober. I don't drink." They were like, "I don't drink." Sam what? will have some. And then I w- wanted to tell him I don't drink either, but I was like, "I can't now." Yeah. yeah. He. So it's like, oh yeah, I'll order whatever. You don't you drink want. that much. Yeah. Well, I'm, I don't. I don't drink at all. But it's not because I'm in recovery. Right. Yeah. So I right. can. Okay. Right. So watch like it. I can that, sip that right. lager. Oh. That and was... and then John Taffer came in and he was like, he hasn't even drank any of it. <laughs> yeah. Does that look fresh to you? And I didn't have the heart to tell him. No, it's just not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I don't drink either, so I always gotta, I always gotta fake it. You fake it yeah, socially. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Why? Uh, it's like to look cool. Like, no, it's like depending on who. Like sometimes I'm with like these club owners. Like if I'm DJing or something, and they bring you shots, and they're like, "Oh, take a shot, take a shot." It's like peer pressure, right? And it's like easier to fake it than just go on with this conversation. Well, why don't you drink? I just don't and, want to. Yeah. Huh? Just tell me you don't want to. I know now I do, but yeah, I'm talking about my younger no days. Thanks. Right. Club soda. I don't my, drink wine. My, um, I just don't. My uh, my shot over the shoulder. You the. I always grab, they bring a tray of shots, right? Yeah. I grab, I go first, I grab first, mm-hmm. right? And then I, and oh, then so I, that way they don't even ask. Yeah, I just grab I already first. did it. I already did yeah. it. Boom. And then I just, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> just go some, some girl's purse behind me. <laughs> and then I hold the glass so you only see the top. Right. I'm covering it. Oh. And everybody's like, ah, shots, shots. And I just go like that. Wow, they all think yeah. you're drinking and having fun. Yeah, yeah. They think I'm having fun. I'm, I'm, meanwhile, I want to hang myself with the mic cord. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> yeah. That's a cordless mic. So <laughs> <laughs> I just throw it at myself like Cardi B. <laughs> yeah, you're just lingering in social anxiety, pretending to be like cool and having fun.
That's well, now I, I don't care anymore, but also I don't want to mess up any liquor sponsorships. Sure, of course not. Right, you'll take on the sponsorship. Oh hell, I, yes. I'll promote it Good. all day. Good. So wait, what? So now, what else are you looking for? Biggie's crown is the big thing. Um, DMX like, is a Leah car. Well, yeah, we weren't looking for that. Um, we found it by wow. accident. There's some shit, bro. We, man, we like okay, like we want things for the museum, right? So like Flavor Flav's clock is something we're looking sure. for. Um Coolio's bike that he rode in, in the in the first video. Of course. Um uh I think Pete Pete Nice and Paradise got like Grandmaster Flash's turntable, like that they did all that early sure. Grandmaster Flash stuff, Furious Five. Um and then DMX, we want anything from DMX. I think for DMX we were actually looking for Something he wore in a movie premiere, like the, this red. Oh no, no, we were looking for the jumpsuit suspenders he wore for a lot. Uh, no, a Woodstock. Yes, the Woodstock I remember, of course. The the overalls, the red overalls. Yeah. So we end up finding all this other shit, man. Because like, uh, <laughs> it was just yeah. Those we classic. were looking for those. We found uh, a whole bunch of other ones that he had in other colors, but not red. I can't tell you. Ooh, I got to watch. I got to tune watch. in. Yeah. Watch. Saturdays at 10 p.m. I'll be watching every Saturday. But in the promo, you see the Aaliyah car, so that's why I'll allow that one. Okay. Bro, the guy, DMX, had so many cars, and he brought his car to this shop, and he did. He forgot to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> so the guy just threw it in, like, one of these garages he has and covered it, mm -hmm. and, like, years go by, and then he, and he goes... What what's what's under this cover? Paul they goes, Oh yeah, I forgot about this. So he shows us that car's like legendary, man. Mm -hmm. Like it has like a an Aaliyah. Aaliyah was a famous R. Sure, I know, singer. she was sure. Okay, okay. R. Kelly. I don't know. Easy, Jim. Easy. We don't bring that up. We don't bring that up. Oh, okay. We don't talk about Bruno. So <laughs> so, so yeah. Oh, can you is it on there? Uh, <coughs> DMX Ali, the Aaliyah it's car. It's like an Impala. It was from he he had it on a cover of a magazine. So this guy just has it. Just so look there, up Aaliyah car. There it is, right there. Yeah. The one with Aaliyah. The fourth one. Is that the fourth one? Yeah, that one. See, Aaliyah's on the car. Yeah. So Aaliyah was my friend. Really? Yeah. I just wanted a name drop. Oh, you know her? That's very impressive. She was my first R&B friend. Yeah. She a nice person? Very nice. Very sweet. That's awesome. She called me to check up on me. Is that right? Yeah. This is back in the day. Look at you. I didn't think it was recently. It's my yeah. phone. My phone used to flip up. Is sure. that right? And Aaliyah, Aaliyah was. Well, I wouldn't put her name. That's how. Oh, you know? you're too, you're so. I cool. put AA. You knew though. You thought yeah, it was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, when I think of DMX, I still think of Just Ice's DJ. Oh, uh, Davey DMX. Yeah, I, I don't think it was DMX. No, it's the same different guy. Different I know. Guy. I went to I went to DMX's yard name. sale once. It's true. <laughs> what do you mean? He had a yard sale. Because he lives in Westchester, or lived in Westchester, yeah, yeah. God rest his soul. Who, he, he promoted a yard sale? He didn't promote it himself. Was it after he, he was said? still alive? No, he was still alive, but he wasn't there. Okay. But it was just, it, it's one of my like most bonehead moves. I didn't have any money at the time, but it was... How long? When was this? This was probably... 19... No, no, no. 2000 this was something? in the 2000s. This was probably 2006, 2007. Uh-huh. Probably 2007. And I didn't have any money... Except, like, I should have just taken out a loan. This is before Instagram and all this stuff. 100%. How did you know about this? Because in Westchester, the streets were talking. <laughs> <laughs> like, you from Westchester? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was getting texts like, 
<laughs> holy shit, because you'd see DMX every now and then. Right, like, right, right, right. I, I went to the mall like to go Christmas shopping in White Plains one yeah. time, and there's this is like giant. Cadillac Escalade because that was cool at the time with yeah. spinning wheels on it. Yeah, rappers always we they always ordered double size Escalades. Right, yeah. right. So it's like a, a, like a an, double decker bus, an Escalade with spinners on it, and I'm like. Who the fuck is this crowding the street in White Plains? It's like the Galleria Mall. It was not <laughs> yeah. a nice mall. Yeah. Come to find out, like we were going there too, and like the whole mall started talking. Holy Buzzing, shit! Right? DMX is upstairs at Macy's doing Christmas shopping. So again, people were talking. And they were like, "DMX is having a yard sale." I was like, "It's bullshit." Colors. People started texting me like the flyer. Yeah. They're like this is his address. <laughs> this is his house. He's having a yard sale. So I was like, "Oh my god, we gotta go." So me and she's my wife now, my girlfriend at the time. We went and it was, there was like a gate that had ES on it for Earl yep. Simmons on it, right? Yep. And the gate was open. Yeah, I went to the house on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we went in it's like, and 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 right outside, right in front, anybody could it's go in. It was a big in. lawn. Right? It was, lot, yes. It was a big lawn. Yep. Covered with the bushes around the yes, sides. Yes, 100%. Somewhat secluded, but it's also DMX but it's announcing his address. 100%. 100%. <laughs> and he had, a, 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 he had said there would be like clothes and cars and all this stuff. The cars that were there were not actually, they were toy cars. <laughs> so he had a toy car collection. He had a collection of Timberland boots yeah. in every color. Yep. In every, every color. color. And then the thing that I fucked up on uh -oh. was he had an entire the red jumpsuit. Oh, no, ahead. I wish. He had an entire coat rack full of leather jackets that were yeah. all like Rough Riders jackets and yeah. stuff that he had clearly what? worn. They were all just there. Was his? It was his wife doing it. I think it was his wife. I think it was his family. Yeah. How much were they per jacket? It was expensive. It wasn't like yard sale prices, but it was still. It had Rough Riders logo on it. Hundred percent. It was his Rough Riders jackets. That's why we couldn't find it. <laughs> they sold yes, them. Yes, yeah. bro. Yes, well, we found. We found. Well, he I sold them in you. his yard sale. I can't tell you, but we might have found one. But I can't say. Well, he had like fifteen of them, bro, dude. Yeah, of course. And they were just there in the yard sale. And I didn't buy anything. It was stupid. Yeah. Yeah, you should have bought some stuff. Of course. I should have bought some boots or something. Something, a car. The jacket. You think they, you think they kept records of who bought stuff at that yard sale? No. Because we need that for the second season. No, no it was a cash operation. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. You yeah, no receipts. Detailed records. <laughs> yes. No, 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 no. Yeah. Custom, it was, it's like it the was... guy in the casi in casino. I wrote everything down. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like, I mean, and it was like, look, it was like hundreds of dollars or whatever. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, if I could go back now. Yeah, I'd have so sure. many DMX items. I'd buy all the leather jackets. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it was like right before Instagram and all that stuff really took off. Like, yeah. if they did that now, it'd be everywhere. That's crazy. But then it was just Westchester was talking. But there was still like we probably went midday. Yeah, there was still a ton of stuff available. Do you have any old hip hop posters? Like, yes. I like I like old like concert posters and things like that. Like advertising gigs that are really hard to find. Um, not 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 too many posters like that. I have a lot of flyers. Okay, yeah, those are cool. I recently, during COVID, I like was trying to trying to purge my storage and like COVID was a big pandemic we had recently. So, oh, so, so apparently, yeah. according to you, so <laughs> <laughs> um, so I took out like bins and bins of flyers, and like I literally like put every flyer together. Like if I had like a stack of sure. twenty, but they were all like messed up, and I. Put my whole basement floor just yeah. stacks of flat, and then I rubber band each. But this is how I got the show. Yeah. <laughs> when they asked me to do the show, they're like, "Hey, can you do a Zoom with us so we can see?" Like, you know, I guess they were like kind of seeing chemistry. Sure. And I went to my attic and pulled out all my collective shit and just surrounded myself with it. Smart. So the Zoom comes on. It's just like Bismarcky flyers, tunnel flyers, 
little dolls I have, the Master P doll. Wow. And I was just like, hi, guys, I'm the guy for the show. <laughs> Smart. And I got it, yeah. What's the, what's the rarest thing you own? Master P doll is pretty rare. There's a Master P, like, a, it's like a G.I., like an old school G.I. Joe, like a 12-inch Right, it's an action doll. figure. Yeah. yeah. Well, is it? That looks like an action figure. I would class, I, thought, I would categorize that as an action figure. I thought figure. action figures were like G.I. Joe's, like the little ones, like from the 80s. No, big ones are, too. Big ones Just are bigger too. action figures. Yeah. Yeah, that's an action figure. It's for boys. It's an action figure. I, I think the term action figure came out after G.I. Joe, the original G.I. Joe. Maybe. I think that they came out with the term action figure for G.I. Joe because boys didn't want to buy dolls. Do you guys do research on the show? Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, Not okay. for this particular we subject. We I feel like because G.I. Joe was to like, uh, compliment Barbie. For like for Barbie boys, was for yeah. girls, and then they had this GI sure, Joe for GI Joe. They had a GI Joe, and I, I don't know if they called it action figures yet. I remember watching. You ever watch that show? Um, what's the shit? The toys we grew toys up. Toys that on? made us. Toys that made us. Yeah, 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 I watch that. You should watch it again because I think you need to brush up. <laughs> <laughs> the term <laughs> action figure. Oh wait, 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 wait. The term action figure was first coined by Hasbro in 1964 to market Ooh. their GI Joe figure to boys. Who refused to play with dolls, a term primarily associated with a, as a girl's sure. toy. What were you saying I needed to brush up on? I, Go ahead. I never admit being wrong. <laughs> okay, good so for you. We should just move on. <laughs> okay. 1964 Hasbro. Uh, yeah. G.I. Right. Joe to market to boys. Fine, fine. I am a toy um, connoisseur. Yeah. Did you hang your G.I. Joe aircraft from the ceiling when you were well into high school? <laughs> <laughs> I was a wrestling figure guy, and I had a lot of wrestling <laughs> figures. Very deep into high school. I don't think I had. Um, I had a GI Joe. I didn't have any of the little shit that comes with us. You didn't. You didn't the have vehicles. You didn't yeah, have toys. I did. Yeah, but I was more into Kiss and stuff like that. I didn't have a whole lot of GI Joe oh. stuff. What were you into as a kid? Oh, GI Joe. You like GI Joe? Transformers. Um, GI Joe and Transformers the most. I wasn't into like. Uh, I wasn't into like um, comics, like all this Marvel stuff. Right. I, I was into it a little bit, like I know what it is, but not the way some fanatics are. Right. I was more because they used to have GI Joe. Marvel made a GI Joe comic. Oh yeah, they yep. comic, all of those films to this oh, day. Oh wow! But I love GI Joe Transformers. You love GI Joe, huh? Yeah, GI Joe rules. Love yeah, GI Joe. I never man. cared about what? Him. I never give a shit about GI Joe. It was Joe. the best. I started. What? I started buying GI Joe. Their dumb Kung Joe. Fu grip <clears throat> dropped everything. Well, that's <laughs> fucking my mom. When I went to college, my mom <laughs> gave away. My G.I. Joe toys. Oh, she said she says I told her she could. That's not I doubt that. She gave it to like my stepfather who her husband at the time that she hated, family member, whatever. And I said, Mom, I told Mom, I they were all in a case. They were in a case with all individual soldiers with their weapons and they had all their accessories? Everything. I said, Mom, Mom, I used to take fishing line and hang my G.I. Joe aircraft from the ceiling in my room. You're a real one. I, I said, you think I wanted to give this away? She's like, you said I didn't talk to my mom for two years. For you. Did you I, get the stuff? Why don't you just go and get it back? And go, my mom made a mistake. No, it was, way, it was so gone. far. I was gone. Because I thought they were in her house in my storage container that I was leaving there until I got yeah. a bigger apartment sure, or whatever. Sure, sure. And then when I went to finally go get it, I finally get an apartment. Yeah, I go to get it, and she's like, "Oh no, I gave that away years ago." I was uh, like, "What?" I was like, "What? Why can't would you, you rebuy that stuff? Why don't you collect it now as I, an adult?" I want to wait till I can get it all at once. You want to get a lot? 
Yeah, that's why, addict, and, and the other that's addict thinking. Hip hop as well. That's addict thinking. Addict, just, like addict being an addict. Oh, I got all yes, of it. Like, yes. just build it because you might not be able to buy it all at once. You're right. Well, if you want to build the whole There's, collection, a lot would definitely be more affordable. But also, you got to get it all mint now because you, you're right, you it, Yeah. My, see, the thing with Hip Hop Treasures is the show is fantastic, and I got a lot of TV time on Saturday. Nice. It just passed. Sure. Nice. The pay wasn't, it wasn't good. It, wasn't it never good. is. It wasn't great. It never is. That's not I could cool. not afford the G.I. Joe collection that I want. I see. But you'll yeah, make it, was, it up in gigs. Huh? You'll make it up in what gigs. What gigs am I going to get from this show? I mean, yeah, I was just trying to spin the positive. <laughs> yeah, what? that's not You think it. they're going to bring me on as the third American picker? You like, know him from hip hop treasure. We should add some flavor to this show. Yeah. Hey, I'm the. You know, I do what you guys do. Come on, storage units, basements, attics. I love the idea of hip hop stuff being found, though. Oh no, it's, like it's old, old stuff. I mean, look, the way I really wanted to do the show was find collectors and go find actual. But we were trying to put the star power in the show. Sure. So a lot of celebrities and stuff, and people have like iconic things. But there's some people that got rid of their stuff and someone has it so eventually i want to go deeper into like the the collecting of it man. did you get uh, snoop at all um no but he did say he wanted to do it, it was, everything was scheduling mm -hmm. i just watched him it's at yankee scheduled. stadium and then, seeing lottie yeah. dottie with slick rick slick and rick. dougie it was very yeah, good. yeah 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 it was good very enjoyable was that yeah, for that. the 50th anniversary yeah, yankee show? stadium it was massive yeah hip-hop's awesome. 50 years old uh last week uh last saturday friday shout out to hip-hop yep. yeah yeah you like hip-hop i do I used to. Not no more? I don't care. You don't like, no, but you don't like the stuff you used to like Oh, anymore? yeah, I still do. But, okay. Yeah, nobody wants to hear audio, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you stopped very early. <laughs> yeah, I really did. <laughs> like he, was, he was there for the pioneering of it, and then done. Wait, what hip-hop would you listen to now? I mean... Like I, anything? Yeah, if I hear something... Like Kendrick Lamar, I, th I recognize as being very good. I just don't yeah. like him as a person. Because yeah. of that fake thing he did on stage with that girl where he scolded her for saying his lyrics. Just Jim, to totally turn me Jim, off. Jim but will hold a grudge. Jim, his, Jim will hold a grudge. lyrics. But no, no, but, but I, the N-word. <laughs> well, he brought her up to sing it. He yes, shouldn't have brought yes. her up to sing it. Don't write it. it uh, don't bring her up to sing it. It, it was the fakest... Dragon Slayer you've ever like seen. A, a, it was no so fake. It was like a publicist move. <laughs> yes. It was the fakest slay of a dragon ever. Well, how could you? You wrote it stupid and you, she's singing along with you. Anyway, it but probably, lyrically, he's it very probably good. did catch oh, him really off guard. Good. It annoyed me. Uh, but I respect him as an artist. I just didn't like him. I bet you, I bet you now he wouldn't have done that. That was early on. Maybe, yeah. He's he's really good, bro. I know. I, it, music yeah, is very good. That Don yeah. Cheadle video was phenomenal. I love Don Cheadle. Yeah, so anything yeah. he does, I'm kind of behind. Yeah, he's incredible. Right. Um, you but, like you like Kendrick Lamar because the Don Cheadle cosign? I'm more so than himself, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I don't care about the weekend. I, I, I like old Run DMC. I like Big Daddy Kane a lot. Yeah. I like, you like Biggie? No, he, he was after I stopped listening, but when I hear him, I like him. I'm like, oh yeah, this guy was really good. <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> but I, that's what I, I didn't listen at that time. That was the 90s. Biggie was the 90s. I was doing yeah. stand-up. I, I just I didn't pay attention to anything new. I, I was just, 93, I didn't watch bro. It's after my time. Wait, what? Well, I was you didn't doing, watch Seinfeld? Never. I mean, I've seen moments of it here and there, wow. but I've never seen, I don't think, I mean, I've seen a couple of Once episodes. you started doing stand-up, you just gave I up on- I didn't give a shit about anything. Life. Anything. Yeah, I didn't care. What about, you don't use any pop? references pop culture references i do but you know, today we were talking about don't squeeze the charmin I saw, if it yeah, didn't I happen 1978 that's my that's my fucking wheelhouse <laughs> yeah. i mean jim is good with his wheelhouse but it's a wild wheelhouse yeah it's, it's old, like you it's go older. you go deep with your references yeah and once you're in there you're in there 
Except it does have a pretty stringent cutoff. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, if Biggie's on, I listen to him like, yeah, he was great. Like, I, I don't dislike him. Eminem, of course, I like. Yeah. What do you listen to? Uh, you know, Kiss, Sabbath, Ozzy, yeah. Taylor Swift. I enjoy. I enjoy everything, but just not total eclipse. Of, uh, Bonnie, Bonnie, Bonnie Tyler, Bonnie Tyler. Tyler. Jim's what, a big where Bonnie do you Tyler to music? Guy. Rent a car on the road? No, just on my uh, Spotify. Like, <laughs> yeah, but where does this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's oh, where do I play it? Yeah, yeah, I don't drive that much. There, I mean, right? I play it. I, I, I have uh, Jim. Yeah, headphone. No, I, I usually am um, a TV show with a trainer in the gym, so I don't oh. have. So no, at home, usually just at home, or if I'm fucking Playing walking to the cellar. Background. I walk to the cellar every night, so I have... Oh, you walk, that's good. Yeah. I used to walk to the cellar when I lived in the city, but I had to move. Yeah. Um, Where do you live yeah. now? Uh, What's your address? Suburbs. What suburbs? Yeah, I don't know. Long Island, Staten Island? Yeah. yeah. The worst. What's the, what's the most non-mentioned suburb of New York? Queens. No, it's not a suburb. It's a borough. It's suburban areas of it, I guess. Westchester? Next to Westchester. Uh, Rockland County? Nobody nobody knows it. What is it? Nobody knows What's it. next to Westchester? Why would you not be in Westchester? It's a family thing. Oh. It's complicated. I, I don't want to... Not I wanna, yet? I want to shoot myself every time I go up there. So that's how I feel when I come in here. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I had to move because of the pandemic, and then it just sure. turned into whatever. It's stupid. I thought you were but, cool. Um, but um, I don't even... I don't, I've been... Okay. Do you have any of Africa Bambata stuff? <laughs> You know, Africa Bamba, you can't, he was, he was, I know. he was found out to be, you know, I know. he was touching things he shouldn't have been touching. Is that right? It's alleged. Right. I can't say alleged. that. Alleged. Alleged. Yeah, I don't know if he's been alleged. Convicted. Alleged. So. alleged. Um, but you mean like artifacts? Yeah, anything from Beat Street? No. The record, the vinyl. All right. That's vinyl, I just moved my vinyl collection. <sighs> moved it as in from one place to the other. So not I sold had it. it in, I had it in a house I used to own in Jersey. Yep. <clears throat> I moved out of the house like. O two, but I kept the basement as almost like a storage unit and sure. rented up the top, and huh. then I sold it during the pandemic because real estate market was I was killing. Yeah, I made a ton. Yeah, I made a ton in this shitty little house, and but I had to get the records out. Sure. So I I had movers and I oh movers were free because of of my social status, so I had to just <laughs> post it. Shout out to Roadway Movers, sorry for the ads, and um. <laughs> And uh, so they moved it all. A bunch of um, a bunch of Latino gentlemen. Shout out. And uh, so they moved it all fast. Put it in a storage unit because I wanted to build sure. custom shelves in my new place. And now the storage unit, the price keeps going up. So I was like, I gotta get these records out of there. <laughs> so me and my friend Lucas here and another my my boy, I paid them. I paid them. Nice. Pay your friends. How okay. many did you have? How many records? <sighs> How many boxes do you think we had? So fifteen fit on the cart. We had two carts, so each 30. each each clip we had thirty. We did about five clips. Whew. So what's thirty times five? I'm not good at math. One fifty. Yeah, what's the rarest one you have? Oh, I got a lot of rare records. Oh, okay. But like hip hop stuff. Yeah. Like um, like Nas, um, "Life's a Bitch" single. It was supposed to be a single, and at the last minute they switched it. So if you have that vinyl, it's rare. Okay. Um, and then I got a lot of like first pressings of, of stuff. Ah, I yes. got some Biggie stuff. Miss uh, Melody, spoken word. Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> Before Eminem signed with Dr. Dre, he put out this thing called the Marshall Mathers EP. That's super valuable. I Is have it? that. Yeah, but I used to work in a record shop. Oh, so, so you would see get everything stuff. coming through. Yeah, sure. Like, I worked at this record shop called Fat Beats. So like, what was I, that? It was on um, 
It was on Sixth Ave and Eighth Street. Okay, upstairs. It's like a, I think it's like a massage spot now or something. It was famous though. It was like yeah. that was the spot. Like yeah. Eminem all references vinyl. it all vinyl on on his early stuff. Yeah, yeah. So like even like when vinyl start was starting to fade. That was the spot where you still get. You'd go there for the old school feeling, yeah. Eventually, it just faded out. Now it's back, which is weird. Because there is a retro thing. People have no tactile experiences. Young people, everything is digital, and the quality is better. So they're like, I want to hold the record. Well, wait till it skips. Then you realize what a pile (laughs) of shit a record is and how much better digital is. But they have nothing to hold and collect. Yeah. Well, that's the thing now. Like, music is free. So now the merch is what's making all the money. Right. Because people want to hold something, have something to show. Well, right. stuff from our childhood is valuable because it's hard to get and hard, hard to keep in good condition. But there's nothing like that now because they're trying to create things like yeah. uh, the NFTs, anything that they can say is new yeah. that will retain value. But it's like if it's digital, who cares? Well, yeah, but um, tangible stuff, they're still making stuff that's very collectible. Yeah, and I'm very sure. very valuable. But like the, every, now they know it is. Back every, then you didn't know it was. Yeah, every record store day... There's always stuff that people are lining up for because yeah. a record store will get maybe one or two copies of it, and those things are immediately on yeah. eBay. Yeah, sneakers, sneakers are, are crazy. Now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sneakers are really big now. But people are thinking in terms of collecting and value now, yeah. whereas they weren't, and it just it wasn't the biggest. No. People collected, but you didn't. No, there's like 13, 14-year-old kids running around to shoe stores yeah. now trying to scoop everything yeah. up so they can I have sell. a lot of sneakers but they're not none I have a couple of ones that are really valuable but I never bought sneakers to try to think of the resale I buy what I like to sure, wear sure sure so I have a lot but it's not none of them are like super valuable my Yeezys I didn't burn them those uh, why, well, you shouldn't burn them but they're also awful they're like wicker no, I know, furniture I never liked shoes them. stink I never liked them, but terrible. You had to have them. Yeah, it's Kanye at the time. He was he's uh, he's a very uh, famous hip hop artist. I know who he is. I find <laughs> him very exhausting and just it, it, that, okay. like every other narcissist. People like I've ever you, met. people like you, you know, you people. Um, <laughs> I always wonder, like, all you know from Kanye is his rant and his wild shit that he does. Right? I've been like, making fun of him since 2007, though, when he did the Jesus Rolling Stone that again, yeah, that yeah, cornball yeah. move. I've been making fun of but him like, for a long I time. Just, all the people that make fun of him, you don't really know the music, like. But I'm not judging his. I, I've heard his music and he's great. And I've said many times I don't like him. I think he's an ass. Yeah. But his music is really good. Like yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I can hate a guy and still like their work. I don't yeah. give a shit. This is a safe place. Yeah. It's yeah. Relatively, you know what? I'm not gonna say it. Go ahead. Well, you can. No, I'm with the publicist. Go ahead. She's what are you not saying? No, you collected what? Is, I'm we here for. Pl- what do you we, have? We plugged the show. I love she tuned R. Down. Kelly what? music. What? Yeah, I know. I started liking it recently. Actually, <laughs> how can I like him so much? I enjoy his music. <laughs> I think you just got yourself fired. <laughs> hey, look! If you like Michael Jackson, you can like R. Kelly. Who cares that somebody? Well, um, well. Yeah, Michael Jackson was never found guilty of anything. That's true. That's right? true in a court of law. Yes. You're um, right. So what are you supposed to do? Not watch OJ's highlights? People do what oh they do. God. You, you o- can know guys o- a piece of shit. OJ wasn't guilty either. <laughs> Just fiscally. That's right. He's fiscally responsible. Just fiscally responsible. But I, I don't care what a person is like. If I yeah. like their music, I'll like their music. and st- You can still not like the yeah, person. I can separate the art from of the... Of course. From like, the, I'm not going to spend a dollar because Washington was a slave owner and he's on the dollar? This is your... Is this one of your favorite uh, R. Kelly tracks here? You can hit it, Troy. I don't know who that is. I got it. Ethiopian Do you TV. have your passport? Did you get your shot? version? Girl, would you like to come back with Rob to America? <laughs> I mean, 
America. <laughs> Talk about hiding in plain sight. Do you have your passport? It's just a <laughs> girl. Would you like to come back with man, Kanye is <laughs> Kanye is pushing America. it though, man. Like I love Kanye music. Okay, <laughs> I love Kanye's. Wasn't sure where you were going. Kanye apostrophe sure. S music. Sure. Gotcha. But like lately, man, he oh my god. Well, the problem. I'm just the opposite. I don't really listen to his music, but I like him so. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah, he's making some great points. <laughs> the problem also is that also he's not. The music is not holding up, right? Like the previous, but the new, the latest no, music. It, no, it's good. Not like his old music was. It's. I mean, have you Church in the Wild? By the way, it's not good yeah. enough. It's not good enough that you can do the stuff that he's been doing. It's not that good. It's uh, I, it's hard. I'm a I'm a fan. I am so too. I'm the, a fan of the music. It's good. It's just different. I mean, it's like it's like Picasso. You know what I mean, like you think of early teenage Picasso, twenties, thirties, late into his fucking. So you're one of the. Are you one of the? You think he's got to come back in him? I don't think he left musically. You keep hitting the table. Sorry. That's right. Yeah, that, you hear that? We all do it. Yeah, I, I do it. Too. I oh, you don't have your headphones. Okay, that's why. Yeah. Come on, man. That's right. Amateur. Amateur. Well, let me see how it sounds. Yeah, that sounds horrible. Horrible. <laughs> Real bad. Sorry. Really, really sorry, bad. Sorry. That's all right. I should have mentioned it. Right. My fault. Yeah. Um, I don't think he ever left. He's just constantly growing. Now, is he the biggest hit making superstar? No. No. Not like before. Right. That's He's left that to Travis and Drake. But, Give me right. a stronger. <laughs> no, what's that? It's all like Kanye I like. Oh, oh wow. Oh, you go deep. I like maybe three or four songs by him. But I know he's good at what he does. Like I just I just don't enjoy him personally. He's you got like a, Travis Scott? Yeah. Have you I, ever heard Travis I, Scott? I know who he is, but I, I don't think I think I've heard clips of him and I thought he was very good, but I don't know his music. He's incredible. Yeah, yeah I'm sure he's fine. Do you I, like Drake? No, he annoys me. What? Ah, uh, his dumb fucking dances. People jumping out of the car doing the dance. Ah, yeah. uh, just it bugs me. <laughs> It bugs me. Well, he didn't make up the dance. I don't care. I associate was, with um, him. That what was that guy's name? Shimmy or something? What was that guy's no, name? I don't enjoy Drake's music at all. Actually, I, I do like uh, a Pusha T's uh, song about Drake very <laughs> much. <laughs> That's probably my favorite thing anybody's have, ever done. You didn't have to take sides. I'm just saying, I Pusha T. I don't know any Pusha T's music. Drake, just, that I love. Drake just dissed Pusha T on his new. Uh, uh, no, it's unrecoverable. Listen to me. Okay, this is very important. Sure. Drake just dissed Pusha T. On Travis Scott's new album, that's true. And he dissed Pharrell, so he, so he, he waits five Wait, years. I'm say how petty Drake is since that last. Drake. He no, knows no, there's he got, always subliminals throughout the years. He got his he got massacred in that. Bro, who Drake was was mauled by fucking uh, well, Pusha T. No, that what do you mean? That track he put out about what you, Drake. What did you say earlier? He he trounced. What was the word? Trounced. 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 He trounced him. Yes, he did. He <laughs> pounded on. Oh, him. he did. No way. There's nothing Drake has done that comes close to Pusha T. What's the name of the song because of the name? The Story that's, of Adidon? Yeah. That's I, his I, son's name. I know. It's just, petty, yeah, but, but, petty. But... Very petty, yeah. Usually, if... if Ugh, Drake makes that noise in it. Fucking <laughs> 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 love Pusha T. <laughs> love him for that. <laughs> if Drake had really gotten trounced, it would have affected his career in some way, and it no, did not affect him It's why he didn't all. respond after, because he kind of knew that was a rough I'm, one. I'm to, too inside on this. Go ahead. I'm very. I'm too inside. Give us the scoop. Yeah. I'll give you the scoop. Give okay. us the give hip hop skinny. Sk the hip hop skinny. Yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> hip hop treasures comes on Saturday. Right. Ten o'clock. Yes. Where? 
on A and E. Gotcha. Thanks for listening. Uh, a E at A E T V. Follow follow it. Find it. It's a okay. great show. I love A and E. Um, okay. I know Drake's entire MO. I know his whole team. I was down with Drake in the very beginning. My old manager is Degrassi the guy. Drake? Is it not that <laughs> right, right after. Okay, all right. It's so not the I have a joke that I do when I do stand-up that I almost signed Drake and I didn't do it. And I, that's why I do stand-up now because they kick me out of the music <laughs> industry. <laughs> but I know the guy who runs the entire OVO thing. I know exactly how they think, everything they do. There's they it's almost like mafia inside the Drake camp. If Drake's gonna do something that could affect anything that they're doing, they don't let it go. And for him to keep responding over and over sure. would not be good for the brand. Right. So they stop it. But I, he wanted to. Maybe. He has records in the chamber ready to go. Melly Mel responded to Eminem. No, no, no. No, Drake Mel, is... Drake Mel is, started it. No, no, no. But what I mean, and he responded. He put oh, out a, song, a verse and a song afterwards. Another one? Uh, he, he had started... Oh, 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 he dissed him, not on a song. Yeah, but Eminem, Eminem to Melly Mel is not... No, he, he trouted him. He trouted him. Trouted him. Yeah. But trouted, no, no, I'm not saying that they're like the, the same, <laughs> but I mean that Pusha T, what Pusha D did was harsher than what Eminem did to Melly Mel. It was a harsher... It was much more personal. Yeah, because Eminem is just... Eminem is going, hey, like, hey, give, give me some speech. Eminem is doing a slap on the wrist. Eminem is slapping do him. Don't yeah. make me. But yeah. he, can't, he can't challenge how good he, he, he is at what he does. No. But you know that he could have probably been more brutal. No, no, Eminem, that's not a real beef to Eminem with Melly Mel. He's just saying, hey, man, come on. I've been doing this for a long time. Back up. Give him a little yeah, slap. And he did yeah. it very well. That's not. Have you ever heard Eminem destroy, like, Benzino back oh. in the day? Oh, oh, God. Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah, it is, he's it a is, brilliant it is guy. He, de he destroyed, what's his name, too? The other white guy. The Insane uh, Clown Posse? No. <laughs> Macklemore? No. <laughs> he did Sorry. get the Insane Clown Posse. Uh, yeah. No, the other guy. The, the oh, guy, Machine Gun Kelly? Machine Gun that Kelly. That I didn't even yes. think was that great, either. I didn't like that one. The Melly Mel one felt, like, really good. The the uh, Machine Gun Kelly one I didn't care the about. The Insane Clown Posse called him Slim Anus. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's not cool. No, it's not. It's not his name. Mistake. Oh, that's right. Why would they do so? Of course they, they do. Uh, it, was a, it, was a, it was a Detroit conflict. Sure. They're good guys. Those clown posse. Now they are. I, like I, don't think, I don't think. I don't think. If you asked them today, I don't think they would call them Slim nah. Anus anymore. No, they're good guys. I they're love good them. Guys. Family. Family. Yeah. <laughs> I've done the uh, Gathering of the Juggalos twice yeah. where you're standing there on a hay bale at fucking 2 a.m. <laughs> but they're actually a better crowd than you. Th as long as you're not talking down to them and you're not acting like you don't want to be there and they can sense that. If you're, if you're just doing your thing. Don't get it messed up here, Seif. There's mad clown love coming out of this studio. <laughs> yeah, I Always. We're juggalos. I, I, know that. I met them before. I did too. How great was the fully loaded tour we were on? It was uh, fun. Man, I only did two shows. But of, you only did two? I just did at the um, oh, you did New, New Hampshire. Hampshire. That was it twice. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, man. It was a very nice time. And boy, just Burton had to take care of people. What? Yeah. Man, you're that doing, tour was... You're doing the uh, cruise as well, right? Yeah, the fully loaded cruise. So, okay, I'm a, I'm a bit of an anomaly, right? Yeah. I'm a guy that was a hip hop. DJ. You're mad at at, at, at uh, trounced, and yet you're throwing out anomaly. <laughs> That's true. More syllables. <laughs> I don't know what anomaly means, right? But the girl from Andy told me to say it. <laughs> she's saying anomaly. Trust me, it gets people on board. <laughs> no, no, nobody knows what it means. Just say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll start it's, some chatter. It's like an, it's an enigma. <laughs> but um, so I was a hip hop DJ. I was on the radio. I get classified as this hip hop shit. Thank I. Jim, you see me work in comedy for, for a many long years. Time. Yeah, 
Thank Very God funny. it's finally starting to catch. Thank God. Because I love this shit so much. Yeah. But when I try to sell myself, it comes off weird. It's like Bert wanted me to go on this tour. Bert Kreischer, famous comedian. Yeah. Wanted me to go on fully loaded tour. And he goes, Oh, call my uh here's my number, here's my manager's number. Call her, set it up, da 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 da. I get the manager, the the team, the yep. ages manager. And they're like, who, who are you? What do you do? You DJ? We already have a DJ. And I'm like, no, no, I, I'm a comedian, but I DJ with comedy. And I, he saw me do this before, so he wants me to do it. And they're like, oh, we're kind of booked already. Show so how much do you want? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Bert asked me. Yeah. I'm, I'm not begging. Yeah. So this lady is like giving me resistance. All right. So then they call back. Okay, Bert really wants you. I, I mean, I guess we'll figure it out. That I was like, not nasty, but like you don't you need know. that energy, bro. That the same lady at yeah. the end of the tour. We're at the gorge, the you know the gorge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was where the Grateful Dead play. You ever heard the Grateful Dead? No. Sure. Um, first comedy show at the gorge ever, and I fuck. I mean, I murdered every show, but the manager wasn't at all of them. And at the end, she was like, "Oh my god, you killed it! You." Oh, she goes, "This was." I go. I go, what'd you think? She goes, oh, we'll be calling you. <laughs> and I was like, and I don't have a grudge. I don't, I'm not petty about it. Sure. But I was just like, see, you got to see what I do. Right. It's weird. It's, it's, it's an enigma. Right. Look at you. With Wrapped in words. a riddle. <laughs> Fucking Pesci from JFK. <laughs> but yeah, so, but, but, but I only, I, I, I'm almost retired from DJ. I only right? want to do comedy. Yeah. But LL pulls me back in. She right. I did the JFL Montreal Just for Last Festival after party. Man, I'm out of retirement, bro. You're back. That shit was you like crazy. It. If it's that... Sure. I don't want to play the new shit. You, you want to play what you want to play. What I like. Of yeah. course. So now I'm out, White I'm, Lines. White Lines. It's a Melly Mel song. Melly. Melly Mel. Mm. Yeah. Artist? It was easy to name yourself in hip hop back in the day. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you just take your name, <laughs> add a cute little ey at the but end. But you're doing a hip hop podcast, though. You're the right. one of the original. I had the first hip hop podcast ever. I know. Me and Peter Rosenberg invented hip hop podcasts. I wish you had invented and businesses. I mean, you figured out how to make some money off of it. How did all these people? You fucked we, up. We get nothing. 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 I remember, bro. And then. I'll tell you this: all the hip hop podcasts that are huge, so many. They, sh <laughs> yeah, very very. They lucrative. do show us love. They always shout cool. us out. Cool, you get shout outs. Yeah, That's yeah, awesome. Exactly. Shout That's outs awesome. So, shout outs are cool. We were so early. <laughs> yeah, she we was stuck so with it. Early. We still do it. Oh, <laughs> one app is available wherever you get your. It's called one, well, now it's called one app is life, but it used to be called one Epstein. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. After do you know what that's after? Charles in Charge? No. <laughs> it's a good show. Charles in Charge. Charles in Charge. Show. Great show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good show. yeah. What was that movie? It's Welcome Back, Cotter. It's hmm. Welcome Back, Cotter. Yeah, Juan Epstein, Puerto yeah. Rican Jew. He's a Puerto Rican Jew. Because I'm Puerto Rican. Peter Rosenberg is Jewish. He's Jewish? That's a perfect Obviously. name for it. But that's a it's a, it's a it's a name that people have to understand what you're doing they to appreciate like, how great that name yeah. is. But yeah, Puerto yeah, Rican and a Jew, it's great. No. no, they don't know. We but, were too early. We were dumb. Yeah. Right. Um, what was that movie, Charles in Charge? That's a show. Yeah. Think of Charles Bronson? No, what was the movie before <laughs> Charles in Charge? It was a little dirty. It was Scott Bayo. 
Johnny I, Loves Chachi? Johnny Teabags Chachi. Uh, no. <laughs> Name <laughs> all the Chachi. spinoffs of Happy Days right now. Go. Uh, all the spinoffs of Happy Days. Happy Days, then yeah. Johnny Loves Johnny Chachi. Johnny Loves yeah. Chachi, because you just said that. Did, was the Cunninghams a show? No, it was not. <laughs> um, Come on. You don't know all the spinoffs yes. of Happy Days? Uh, Cheers. No. no, I only know Laverne and Shirley, Laverne Shirley. Laverne was a spinoff of Happy yep. Days because they did Mork from Ork. Mork and Mindy. Off. I'm sorry, Mork and Mindy. Yep. Yeah, it was a spinoff from Happy Days. Um, Mork and Mindy was from Happy Days? Yes. Uh, yes, because uh, oh, Robin that's Williams right. made that's the appearance. Right. That's right. Um, um, Chuck does it again <laughs> about the brother for season one. <laughs> um, Hardware Chuck Follies. It, it was about Wait, Howard Store. Wait, it's, it's, Hardware yeah. Follies was my favorite. <laughs> yeah, it's Happy Days. Somersault Queen, starring Marion Ross. Morgan Mindy, <laughs> Joey Loves Chachi. There's one more. The guy, the guy, it was it was short-lived. The guy where Laverne worked, the pizza shop. Yeah, Carmine Ragusa. That, Carmine had a show. Did he? Yeah. The big ragu, rags to riches. Yeah, that's Carmine right. Carmine had a show. I guess that is a spinoff, but I was going... Like you're going second. I meant directly from Happy Days. Like I, Carmine was from related. It, I didn't know what you meant. I wouldn't have remembered that anyway. I think like all in the family had like Maud. It yeah. had the Jeffersons. The yeah, but even oh, but um, hold on. All in the family is all in the family. Jeffersons, Maud, Archie Bunker's place, Archie Bunker's place. Um, uh, good times. That's right. Was Florida? Was Florida she? was Maud's housekeeper? Maud's housekeeper. Mm. Wow. That's like facts All of life in different All the kids have stopped listening. That's okay. We never had them. They're used to it, though. <laughs> I, I do nothing to but, but talk about stuff in the 70s. Yeah. So. No, we were talking about Mr. Whipple. There's one more. From Happy well, Days or on the Who was the maid on Jefferson's? Man, the Jefferson's? I do not uh, remember. The maid on the... Oh... No, Weezy. No, was the wife. I, it was. I know who you mean. It was uh, something Gibbs. Uh, something Flo Gibbs. Flo Flo Florence. No, uh, Florence Gibbs. Her name. Oh, Marla Gibbs is her Marla real name. Marla Gibbs was Florence. Her name was Florence on the show. She had a spinoff. Two two seven. No, no. Before that, she had a spinoff where she became uh, head of housekeeping for a hotel. Oh, uh, it didn't work. Yeah, those things never work. work. Yeah, they well, sometimes they work. Nah, but very rarely does like the third generation spin off. I don't want to stand like this. It should be the your third. Turn. You're the just third. casual. I, I, I know, but I just. Well, you keeping pee. the energy up. I have to piss. Well, you got to go. We gotta no, go. no, no, no. We have to take. Oh, my God. We all talked to the end. We talked for too long. I didn't know. I didn't realize. No, we we're, we're doing great. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. Doing great. I just I just want to stress that. And it's not even for the, the benefit of A&E. Right. Because major corporations don't care about me. No. I'm trying to feed my family. Yeah, you are. I understand. If there's any way that you people could watch this show. Hip Hop Treasures. Hip Hop Treasures, Saturdays, 10 p.m. You won't say what network it's on, though. A&E. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, of course I was. I love A&E. That's the thing. I love A&E before I even got this show. I'm, I'm in. I'm in court cam. I love By the way, wars, this is a conversation wars, you have with the head wars. of A and E. This is a head of A and E conversation in the elevator. It's funny. I loved A and E before I was even on it. <laughs> <laughs> arts and entertainment. Yeah. Look, I is like arts show, and it? I love entertainment. You love arts? I love all the arts. I'm a. Do you love entertainment? You love entertainment. Oh, what a perfect combination. Yeah. This oh, is. Wait, what was the thing I got? They do, they, uh, oh. A and E had a <laughs> a rat. Did they have a Rat Pack movie? You should know this. That sounds Remember good. Remember the A&E family? I met someone at A&E, this is years ago, when I was working here at Sirius. Someone from A&E came in to bring someone for a show. And I go, hey, it was either Frank Sinatra. Sirius. You don't remember if you interviewed Sinatra? No, no, no. Oh, oh. I met Nancy Sinatra here. 
Is there still a Sinatra station here? Simply Sinatra? I don't know. Seriously Sinatra? It, it was the 40s channel, I think, so maybe. So I'm here. I worked. I used to work right across the hall at Shade 45. That's right. Two times. One time I see Nancy Sinatra walk by. The window. She had boots on. I fucking I nailed it. Got it quick. I lost it. I run out and go. I go because they just launched the Sinatra stage. I love Frank Sinatra. You do. So I go chase. You don't like Sinatra? I'd rather hear Kanye have a conversation. Oh wow! What are you? What the fuck is he saying? He's part of my French. I'm about to taunt you. Go off. He has a great voice. Sinatra's voice was amazing. He's really. I don't even care about his music. The, but the fucking songs are terrible. Oh, I don't care about his music. Oh, okay. Fine. I don't even like Frank Sinatra music. Oh, okay. Fair. You like him as a guy. The person. Fine. Me too. Okay. Yes. The per I don't even know. Yeah. People love his music. I go. This it's so. Kind of the lyrics <laughs> suck so much. <laughs> Luck be your lady. Uh, well, you know a lot up. of black people wrote those songs. Those are the standards. So what are you saying, Jim? That's why I don't like them. Um, <laughs> nah, I'm a Sinatra. <laughs> I try to name my son Sinatra. Oh, come on. Wow. Sinatra I, got, I only got middle name. I only got middle name. What's his first, first name? name? Seven. Seven Sinatra? Seven yeah. Sinatra sounds? Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Triple S. The SS. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I met Nancy Sinatra. Was she nice to you? Very nice. And then, but the one I really went crazy for is Columbo. Peter Falk. Peter you Falk. love Peter Falk. Sure. Bro. Peter Falk walked by. I was in the middle of a break, like we are right now. Right. I just got up and walked out. Because you wanted to meet Peter My Falk. My co-host was like, where are you going? I'm like, yo, I'm not, this is not even a cup for conversation. I've right. done it, I understand. Who would you walk out for? A, a bunch of people. I mean, over the years, I've tried to get pictures here. But you got, you guys, your, your windows are all frosted. No, but we were in a different studio. I would find out they were there, Pele. This has been a bunch of people. When, when Jim was more obsessed with celebrity photos and the windows were not frosted, yeah. There'd be times where, like, he'd know a celebrity was scheduled to come in, right? And oh, he would be totally useless for, like, I mean, a whole hour where all yeah. he's doing is looking he out the window and looking at the clock and thinking about what his strategy is. Yeah, he would just give up what? on to the get show. A picture? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, sometimes there's a story with it, sometimes there's not. Yeah, I don't do it now. I don't care, but. No, you gotta get back into it, man. No, I'm not, if I interview somebody, fine, but I'm not. Yeah, shit. but don't you gotta you keep the fire alive, Jim? It is, but I'm like, who cares? Is it 55? Gives yeah. a shit. No, <laughs> he's he's getting bitter. He's getting no, bitter. I'm not mad it. about it, but I'm like, I don't care if I have a picture. With Which is scary because he started pretty bitter. <laughs> I got everything. <laughs> no, but I'm going full circle into delightful. I got. Uh, I have. Uh, I have everybody I really want a picture with. Yeah, I mean, uh, most people I want, I got. I mean, only one I never had. I I I wish I could have met Sinatra. I met um. So uh, I had um, the guy, who's the guy that played Mike Tyson in that HBO documentary, black guy, a black guy, obviously. I know who you mean. Michael J. J. White or something? Oh, yeah, yeah, he's in the Fargo show, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he, no, is he? I think like season two, maybe? I don't know about that. I think you're confusing your blackies. Yeah. Um, I've never done it before, but... Um, anyway, who cares? So he had a movie out. He was at, when I was on Hot 97, he had a movie out. And the, his director was with him, right? So I'm interviewing him about the movie, da-da-da, movie comes out when, da-da-da. So he goes, yeah, this guy directed it. Um, oh, what's his name? Uh, I forgot his name. Um, but his last name was Mathau. He goes, yeah, Charles Mathau, whatever. I go, what? I go, what's your name? He goes, uh, whatever, Mathau. I go, are you related to Walter? He goes, that's my dad. <gasps> Interview with Michael J. White, whatever, it's done. I'm just talking to this guy now. How about his dad? Of course. Bad news bears. Bro, I go, I'm a huge fan. 
I'm like, I'm a big like Sinatra, Rat Pack, that era, like Jack Lemon, Walter Matthau, all that stuff. He goes, oh, you like Sinatra? He opens his wallet and pulls out a 76 gas station credit card that said Frank A. Sinatra. I'm like, what the fuck is this? He goes, he goes, uh, my dad won this. My dad, my dad won this in a poker game against Sinatra. Sinatra didn't have any more cash on him. So he goes, hold this and I'll get you the cash next week. And he never gave it back to him. <laughs> Sinatra was like, I got the cash. I need my card. And Walter Matthau was like, no, I'm keeping this. I'm keeping it. That's a cool thing to have. Sinatra's oh, gas card. It's awesome. A 76. But remember the 76 gas Of course, they still exist. Do they? I think so, what yeah. What part of the country are you going to? I, just, I travel all over. <laughs> Where do you go? I'm very popular in small Where communities. Where are you going this weekend? Small I'm here in this. I was just in Albuquerque and now I'm here in the city again. In this weekend? I'm in New York for a while. Oh, I'm doing uh, the DC Improv this weekend. It's a great gig. I'm, uh, I had a, a big gig on Saturday, but I canceled it. What do you do? Oh, well, I got to go. I have, I'm just going to be at home watching uh, A&E. What's your gigs, though? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I was going to. I'm going to be at home watching because Saturday at 10 p.m. Yeah. is usually when I'm at home watching Hip Hop Treasures on what A&E. What do you think of that time slot? I mean, it's not when everybody's home, yeah. but I also think the pressure is less, too, because people know that everybody is not home at that hour. And with things on demand, people can always DVR. How do you get people to stay home it? Saturdays, 10 o'clock? I think what we do put, you think the strategy is for that? The strategy um, would probably be put the show on Sundays. Yeah. Or, or replays. Well, if it replays, you're good. Yeah. I think it replays. Does it replay? It's going to replay. But you know what? Here's the thing. The publicist said, I think so. She's done sure. Which yeah. means look, no. Look, and you, but you know what? We don't want to push to a replay. We want to put... What are you doing anyway? If you're listening yeah. to this show, you're probably at home on Saturdays. A&E. Yeah. 10 p.m. Saturday. It's like a party in your house. I'm not... Yo. You know what used to be on at that time, right? No. Live PD. Ooh. <sighs> I got the live PD time That's slot. a franchise show. Yeah. So that's a great time slot then. You want to do your show live. Live, live hip hop treasures, <laughs> hip hop live, yeah, hip hop treasures live. That's right. Did you That's watch right. live PD? I did. You want to get Slick Rick's eye patch? That'd be a great <laughs> thing to have. <laughs> <laughs> I would love. It's <laughs> a great idea. Like he only has one. I know. He only has one. Eye. <laughs> you know, get the old one. He's been wearing the same one. <laughs> the one he did. Lottie Dottie. Not, yeah. not any of his twenty truck jewelry chains. You no, don't care I don't about care that. about that stuff. No. You don't care about the velvet. No, give jacket. Shit. I want okay. the eye patch. I bet. The yes. one eye patch. Yeah. Get one of Dana Dane's gloves. <laughs> something that he Just something weird. Needs. <laughs> 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 Are the, uh, the artists get money for their items? Are you buying the items off the artist? Or just showing them? Because um, you're trying no, to get them trying to, the to get museum, them into the museum. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so they, they, either, they either give it to the museum, donate it, or they lend it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. The museum's going to be done, I think, 2024. Since hip-hop artists are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, do rock and roll artists get to be in the hip-hop museum? Exactly. How about Who, that? Which rock artist could be in hip-hop? Ozzy, because Busta Rhymes did his thing. Fucking That's Eminem true. has covered changes. Uh, Ozzy, uh, definitely Aerosmith, because it walked this way. Yeah. Sure. Jack got, White. Well, a lot of rock has been sampled. Right. Debbie Harry, because she started rap. Debbie, Debbie Harry. Harry. Is she did, rock? You know, did you know Debbie Harry is the inventor of hip-hop? She's not inventor, but she <laughs> is important in the culture. That's right. She was in Wild Style. She or, started it. No, yeah. was it Wild Style? Yeah, Wild I Style. don't know. You don't know the movie or that you're referencing? Beach Street and uh, Breaking and, uh, are the only two rap uh, hip-hop movies I saw. And Beach Street was actually better, but Breaking got all the credit. You Beach see Breaking Street, too? 
Beach Street, yeah. Beach Street's way better. Yes, Beach I know. about the Bronx. But Breakin, I know, but Breakin got the... Uh, the uh, well, Hollywood, the Hollywood, yeah. Hollywood, because Turbo oh. is a good pop locker. But then, it, but later, later rock artists could be in it. Huh? Later rock artists like Limp Bizkit. Nice. I'll have um, a, will there be a rap rock section of? It the, should be. I, I mean, the museum's huge. Sure. It's Limp Bizkit. Who did the? Um, I try so hard. Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park. Well, Lincoln Park's got to be in there because the Jay Z, the Jay Z thing. But also, Mike Shinoda's a a rapper. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. One thing. Give me one I more. One more rock. Um, um, one Uncle rock. Cracker. Sorry, Uncle Cracker. I don't know. That. One more Uncle, rock star. Don't you think Uncle Cracker should Uncle, be in the hip hop? Uncle Cracker should definitely be. He it. should be in the hip hop Hall of Fame. Kid Rock. Kid Rock. Yeah, Kid Rock, baby. Kid He's, Rock. Kid Rock started off as a hip hop DJ. Started off as a hip hop sure. DJ. Then he went Bro, to rock. Then he became country. Because I'm very famous in New York. Did I mention that? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, I'm very me famous. Too. We knew it. I had no idea. Okay, he's already packing up. He's got to go. Yeah, he's over it. I've I've had to pee for forty minutes. Right. But I'm happy. I, I'm, I'm done. Let me I'm just good. say this. Go ahead. I was on MTV as a VJ way back in the day. Wow. And but before Did you that, know Caduce. Yeah, I know Caduce. That's, That's what's up. Guy. That's what's up. Yeah. Um, but Funkmaster Flex used to be on uh, uh, the MTV, and I was like his intern. And one time we're at the MTV Beach House in the Jersey Shore. Yeah. And Kid Rock was the DJ. See before we even knew who he was. Put him in the. I understand politically he's gone a little off the ranch, but put him in the Hall of Fame. I went to his club in Nashville. Yeah, bro, he could go off the rails all he wants. His club is fire, bro. <laughs> Five different floors, different music on each floor, and not one bottle of Bud Light anywhere. Uh, no, no, no. No, this is pre Bud Light. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they had it in there. <laughs> well, listen, everybody, watch Hip Hop Treasures. Yes, please. Uh, Saturdays, uh, 10 p.m. on A and E. Yeah, is finding all the treasures. You can also see Sypha Sounds uh, this Thursday through Sunday at the DC Improv, uh, and then every Wednesday at the Comedy Cellar. Every day uh, at the Comedy Cellar with when with Will Sylvins for oh. their Chemistry Set show. Yeah, nice. What yeah. time do you guys? You guys after me? No, I'm at 7 o'clock on the, on the cellar. Okay, yeah. So, so you can go see Jim and then go see Sife. And go eat dinner and then come back. Why? Couldn't you stay late one night and do our show? Do you it. I get up late. Thursday morning. I don't fuck around ever. I stayed late uh, recently because there was somebody who was at the cellar who I was happy about, so I did a set on the show. Ooh. I'll tell you off air because I don't okay. know if he wants to set, but I mean... Uh, I know who. I got yeah. Colin Quinn to come one night. And he's you know, great. he's an old man. He don't stay out late. He, he does not. He stayed yeah. for our show. But Jim won't stay. Jim's 7 I, o'clock, he's out. He's I, all business. I just do my gig, I do my hour, and I leave. Yeah. He has to come home and eat granola before he goes to bed. Yeah. All right, we got to leave. Goodbye, I just want to say yes. all sincerity and, and, and enigmas. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Big fan of yours. Appreciate it. Big you. fan of yours, Jim. Okay, thank you. Know you. I, I mean? like that. Yes, right. fan no, of Sam, big fan of Jack. Okay. There's for a, me to even be on the same stage as you. Blows my mind. He's bro. pointing to Jim. Thank you. I'm pointing to Jim. <laughs> In case right there's out, any right Thank you. But it's it's an honor to be on a stage with you. In any capacity, man. Still I've followed you for so many years, even before I did comedy, and now I get to... We're, we're friends? Yeah. Friends. Of course. And Sam... Not us. You, on this show, right. you say f- good stuff. You say Thank really you. good stuff. Thank you, Sai, very I much. I appreciate you recognizing it. Saturday at 10 p.m., right? 10 p.m. Yeah. Um, Where? Show, on A&E. That's what's yeah. up. Arts and Entertainment. Arts and Entertainment. Arts and what's the name of the show again? My memory's going. Hip-Hop, Hip-hop Treasures. Treasures. Hip-Hop Treasures. I love Sife, so I'm glad you came in. Thank you. Yes. Be back tomorrow. All right, I'm out of here. I gotta go, guys. See you tomorrow. Uh, Drake's Goodbye. got a concert. <laughs> this has been Jim Norton and Sam Roberts. Listen whenever you want with the SiriusXM app. Free for most subscribers. 
Download it today and start listening outside the car.